Listeners, and welcome to episode 116.0 of RPG Digest. That's right, I segmented the entire live stream into a dot zero for Heathen Dog's enjoyment. Wow. <laughs> In this live stream formatted podcast, we provide deep dives, fundamentals, and overviews of tabletop role-playing games, and we comment on the tabletop RPG hobby as a whole. I am John Maxliauschlo, your favorite curmudgeon critic, Judge, and yes, I am returning to be your executioner today. <sighs> Along with me, as usual, is the man who stole Rick Sanchez's Sanchez's portal gun to investigate the Rifts Universe's uh, Rifts. Rifts Universe's Rifts. I don't like saying it that way. No. Change the name of your game, Kevin, because how can we talk <laughs> about the... <laughs> Call it Portals. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're playing Portals, investigating the Rifts. There we go. <laughs> Brett Heathen Dog Grismer, how are you today, sir? I'm doing okay. I hope everyone is doing well. And uh, happy Thanksgiving weekend. Hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. Able to get some family going. Well, no, that came out wrong. Hope you're able to celebrate with family. And if not, well, sorry. To all you orphans out there, you suck. Everybody hates you. <laughs> it's true. Yes, your even, parents Even left. your mom and dad, apparently. Yep, they left. <laughs> and it wasn't wasn't through any other family issues no it was all about you yep your therapist <laughs> is wrong yeah <laughs> wow that was is, dark your therapist is dark. just doing it for the money exactly i got dark real quick <laughs> all right uh anything interesting happened with you this week uh well interesting happened uh interesting thing happened uh just in the last uh 24 hours yeah, that you weren't on the members only live stream. I and I didn't sleep. <laughs> oh, well. yeah. I haven't slept. I just couldn't sleep. So I'm running now on uh, energy drink and coffee. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, maybe you'll be slurring your voice today. I I think I already am. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not drunk, folks. He just hasn't slept. Malachi, that won't show up in uh, in the streamyard side, but he says. Uh, He's been a member of now for four months. Thank you very much. R.I.P. Ed, who CEO and president of Reaper Miniatures. Yep, we've been posting that on our Discord. So if you're a fan of Reaper Miniatures, know that the CEO has uh, passed away. Apparently, Co Coco is very. Uh... Yeah. There you go, Coco. Hi. Did that better? Are you less triggered now? 
see, see, we're, we're backward because I joined late because I had an hour-long work phone call before this started. So, so I was uh, online first. So. Yeah, and I'm totally unprepared for everything right now. Didn't advertise anything. You know, the stuff I normally do before the stream starts was uh, interrupted by real life. So, yay. Then again, you know, being half my advertisements Twitter, and I'm banned on Twitter now. So, yeah. And I don't care. And no, I'm not going to apologize this time. And uh, Twitter can go fuck itself. Yeah. If you ever apologize on social media, you're just weak. Don't do well, it. I apologized last time because I thought it would give me access to have more fun. But it didn't. It, it no. didn't. It, uh, so it's like, I'm not going to apologize for something that I didn't do wrong. Uh, that they're just a bunch of snowflakes over. Uh, so screw Twitter. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like social media can burn in hell for all I care. I have my discord. That's really the only thing I, I really care to use, but uh, maybe I'll go back to using mines. No, nobody uses mine. So that's the thing. Like uh, I got a few comments over the course of the last few months. Like, are you here? Are you still alive? You eh, No, I didn't even log in to respond. To those. It's like nobody uses it. So at least on Twitter, I'd get reactions from people, right? Sure. Even, even our Facebook group. I mean, was, people are just use it really for advertising. Hey, look, I made a shirt. Hey, look, I made a a, a video. Hey, look, I made a thing. <laughs> yeah, mine still exists. It does. But, uh... Wait, what's this? Uh... Yes, Hungar shirt. <laughs> when it pops up over here, I'll put that on the screen. There we hmm. go. I don't have Discord up right now, so I can't send the link to it. But if somebody wants to go to the shoutout channel and uh, put the link out there for Hunger to Start Variant shirt, uh, he put up, I think he put it on T Public or is it Teespring? One of the T ones. Uh, but he's got his shirt out there. It's hilarious. It's pretty much that, that logo that you see on the screen right there. It's that. Oh, okay. So go, go out and get his shirt. It's funny. So, mine's M I N D S. Uh, <laughs> Sam use massive hive. I don't know what hive is. Grinder, no, <laughs> no, that's that's not going to happen. And Mastodon, I would only do that to go out there to trigger Will Wheaton. I would add him in every single comment I ever made. Wow. Just even if I saying hi to Heathen Dog, I'd at Will Wheaton on that one. I don't like Miwi. Like again, there's no traction over there, and nothing integrates with it. That's the thing. I need things to integrate with with bots. And if you're not popular. You don't integrate with bots. So, because I don't do manual posting of stuff. Like 90% of our Twitter is automatic posting or me going to make sure an automatic posting work and then just seeing a couple of things I want to respond to or you weirdos posting on <laughs> on, on Discord that uh, makes me get to write posts that gets me banned. So I don't do social media. I don't care. It's like the one bad business practice that we have is that I just don't get with social media. I don't have fun on it. I don't uh, I don't find it useful. I don't communicate with people on it. It's either email or Discord. I have really no need for social media whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> I went to an RPG meetup on Grindr once. You know what Grindr is? Yeah. Okay. I think it, uh, I think it was a Vampire the Masquerade, at least. Everyone was dressed in leather. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yep. You weren't misconstruing that situation at all. <laughs> no, not no. at all. You, you, you're, you got a handle on that. Uh, handle, get it? Yeah. Grab the handle. Yeah. It's my little teeth. Hot, short, and... 
Oh, what the hell is going on in the stream already? Jesus, we haven't hit segment two yet. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, anyway, for me this week, what happened this week? Work. And then not work and trying to catch up with stuff. Like, I feel like this week went by too fast. Like, I had... Well, Wednesday was telework. Friday was telework. Thursday was Thanksgiving. What did I do? I don't even know what I did. I know I sat here, was in a bunch of pain because I pinched a nerve in my back. Normally when I get pinched nerves, I get the numb version. And it's just really annoying. And I got the painful version this time. So Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can you can you bring up Twitter? There's a tweet earlier today. Uh, there is a correct way to play Dean. Yes. I can't. I, I can't. Well, Not I can't even, off yeah. an alternate account. Yeah. Because there's you, also the link right here. Okay, hold on. I get it over here. Open link in your tab. Because I think everyone deserves to see that post. I can't even log in. Get this off the screen. All right. So, sent. There's a correct way to play uh, to play D and D, and only gay people know what it, that is. I read that. Okay. That, that's a that's a very that's a very ignore ignore me post. Like, that that isn't even one that gets me riled up because it's either a very bad, poorly written troll that's just trying to get people angry, or it's somebody who. It has an inside joke that no real people actually understand. Yeah. Neurodivergent. Yeah. Hey, bizarre wolf. Fall off a bridge. That's what I posted on Twitter that got me in trouble. All right. Can I take this off the screen now? Are we done? Yeah, you're done. Yeah, that yeah, that's a grognard trap. I wouldn't say it's a grognard trap. It's just a a, a normal person trap. But yeah, it's Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The the oh. author of that post of course has has her pronouns. Yeah. I saw But that. her pronouns are she slash they. Yeah, it means you can either use the feminine pronoun or the ignorant pronoun. I didn't think it worked that way. I thought I thought you had to, you know, pick a side. I mean, no. even, even even though there's like, you know, it's a it's a dodecahedron of sides, but no, the only so this person has picked two sides. You can either call it a she or you can call it a they. Mm. No, I'm not going to let you change language, and I'm not going to let you redefine gender, and I'm not going to let you uh, act like uh, you're you're neurodivergent because you can't spell the fucking word. Uh, bullshit grievances are real because they're not. So fuck off a bridge with Dan, and uh, I hope you splat on the ground and you make a nice big red puddle. That's mean. I don't fucking care. Then you'll actually be useful at least as art. Yeah, that's right. You can, hey, you can get uh, you can get money from the the was it the endowment of the arts for that nonsense? Mm -hmm, mm 
Yeah, crafty is right on it, but sure. It's a tweet designed to gain clout for blocking as many people as possible and curating a block list for other idiots. Well, yeah, that's that's probably it. Anyway, I'm done with that. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, that I can't remember what was going on with me this week. Uh, I could ask my wife, I suppose, if I did anything. Uh, I'm, I'm preparing a lot for next year for us, and unfortunately, it's going a lot slower than I'd hoped. And yeah, I still have to make my Rifts character for this week, for Friday. <laughs> uh, Hungry Ewok, member for seven months. Thank you, Hungry Ewok says, it's getting crowded on that bridge with them. No, they're all, they're all falling They're all off jumping. They're all jumping. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's a really large bridge, so it got plenty of room for bodies. So yeah. jumping still is fatal. But, you know, there are so many neurodivergent people out there <laughs> that... Uh, I'm fairly certain that soon it'll just be a hop and then they'll land on the, on the pile of dead bodies and survive. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to turn into that South park uh, meme where all the people from the future were coming and they just made that big ball of effing each other and <laughs> <laughs> Did make them go away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I, I, I just don't care. I don't care. Kick me off of Twitter, kick me off of YouTube, kick me off of wherever. I don't, I just don't care. I'm not going to let these things, because they're not people, uh, own any space. Because uh, they don't get to. Because they're wrong on every facet of life. Every decision ever made in life has been wrong. And that's what led them to this point. Some people may have brain damage. And that, that's, that's understandable at that point some well no i mean legitimate brain damage like from a tbi or something like that um, and 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 now and now their brain is broken so so this is why they think this way I'll, I'll excuse that i will but uh no everyone else no just oh i know one thing i can stupid. i can quickly talk about before we get into our our real stuff um so i've sent i sent out the packages for all our winners uh i can't remember what day i mailed it all off but uh some people have already started getting them and posted in our discord saying hey i got my stuff looks cool. like everything got there without much damage or anything so that's good <laughs> believe it or not the only person who's going to get something somewhat damaged and i got it that way is garthon uh well it was a uh, the feng shui 2 book but i think it was in multiple people's hands so like it was in somebody else's hand then randy from biggest geek has had it and then he he mailed it to me and then i mailed it to garthon and the corners are a bit bent on that one but uh mm. Not really derailed. This is the beginning part of it. We haven't gone into a, a segment yet. Uh, I have had a, uh, I have had a, uh, uh, a few people ask for that eleven-minute video that I edited out of us yelling at each other. And one of the comments that we'll cover today at the end of segment one will actually, actually give us the answer. And we'll oh, find out: was Max right, or was Heathen Dog right, or were we both wrong, or? In some weird palladium way, because it is riffs, were we both right? Yeah. Could be anything. Uh, it could be anything. <laughs> and not and even Dog can put it back on track now. Yes, I can. Proclivities, let's go. Let's do yeah. this thing. I don't wanna. Yeehaw! You're, sleep You're sleepy. <laughs> Get the whip. We just need a whip crack noise. Fine. I do it, but not for you. I do it for chat. Good. <laughs> All right. Oh. That slid over there. 
I don't care. Oh, what are we on? Oh, we were talking about thank you. Thank you. I want to thank all you wonderful people who help us through donations, tips, membership, super chat, super thanks, and tithes. Yes, our membership levels are dwindling quickly. I'm not crying about it. I'm just letting you know that, yes, so those of you who were members aren't members now. I'm sorry you feel that way, but you know what? You pretty much didn't lose out on anything. I mean, I, we don't have much in the way of members-only content, right? It's, so those of you who still give us five bucks a month and support us really do appreciate that. We saw two in chat today, Hungry Ewok and was it Malachi was the other one. So thank you to you too. And you know, if you want to want to back us, there are multiple ways that you can do it because your memberships and your super chats and your tithes. Yes, it is Sunday. Please tithe to the Pope hat that we don't wear. Uh, actually help us for our giveaways. We're coming up on 4,000 members. I'm not going to advertise it ridiculously early like I did last time with the 3,000 member one for like advertising like three months or whatever it was. But uh, we're coming up on 4,000 members. And when we do that, of course, you know, I like to have giveaways. So we'll check that out. And those of you who do not subscribe to, or sorry, do not join us. There we go. That's where I keep forgetting all the words. All the little platforms have different words. want to thank all the crazy rascals who subscribe to Legion Myth and hang out with us in our chat during these live stream, whether you are a chatter or a lurker. Oh, well, sorry. That was uncalled for. Sorry, uh, I thought I muted. I really did. <laughs> that's how Heathen Dog thinks about you. I hit the button. But I, on the other hand, appreciate you taking the time to be here. I hit that's the us. button and it didn't work. It's not my fault. Well, hit harder. <laughs> Join us on Thursdays and Saturday evenings, except for this week, apparently, uh, on twitch.tv slash Legion Myth to watch Heathen Dog and his team of amazing burpers play multiplayer games for your mockery and enjoyment. And on Fridays and Sundays, stop by Legion Myth YouTube channel where we live stream fundamentals and overviews of tabletop role-playing games and provide opinions and commentary on the TTRPG hobby as a whole. I can't even remember what I talked about on the Friday chill stream. Oh, that's right. We had a few guests on there and one guest. I got a bunch of comments about that. Tell them to shut up. Eh, it's Friday chill stream, whatever. One, one guest. I don't know if you saw any part of it, but somebody came on and he had a lot to say. He had a lot to say. Okay. And apparently nobody else in, in, in <laughs> on the panel had anything else to say. Uh, but... If you refer to the description below, you can find the links to various Legion Myth sites, our social media, Discord, merch, and etc. You're not supposed to say and in front of etc., but I just did. Uh, please check those out. Join us and enjoy the swag. And please be sure to like this video. Leave a comment. Both those actions help the channel. Yes, even on these live streams, it helps the channel. And if you have not done so, please subscribe to Legion of Myth. And yes, I know we made our goals, but it is still there. The charity we support is the Wounded Warrior Project, a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors. The Wounded Warrior Project exists to raise awareness and to enlist the public's aid for the needs of injured service members, to help injured service members aid and assist each other, and to provide unique programs and services to meet the needs of the wounded warriors free of charge. And we're coming up on the end of the year. You might need that tax deduction somewhere. What better way than to give it to Heathen Dog? I mean, Wounded Warrior Project, because Heathen Dog does not li literally or legally count as a charity as much as he wants. Well, not legally. Legally, yeah. But in every other way, I completely count as a tax as a tax write-off charity. Except for when you try to do that and then get audited. Hey, I said in every way but legally. Shut up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic world. Isn't this supposed to be part of the normal segments? Oh, whatever. Escapism not right. You can read the crap. You've been here before. All right, let's move on. 
that. Let me get the book ready. I'm see. I'm not even. I'm not even going to tease anything. I'm just going to get the book ready first, so Heathen Dog can't cry. Yep. Or yell at me. Pro streamer today. Yep. Do 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 do. Got that available. Okay. And now. Boop. All right. Today for segment one. We are covering riffs. We know that, Max. You've been covering riffs for weeks. No, we are covering the riffs of riffs. Or something like that. Eden Dog, what are, what, are, what are we talking about today? All right. Well, when we did Magic and Psionics, there was a whole section on ley lines and riffs. And I said we couldn't touch it because it would be a segment unto itself. And it is. So that's what we're doing now. I mean, you can't talk about riffs and not talk about the riffs. You really can't. It's it's the basis for this particular Palladium world. It's what makes it different than all the other Palladium games. So it has to have its own, you know, it has to have its own day, right? It's uh, page 191. I mean, it is a pretty uh, poignant part of uh, of the game. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's the on game's... the cover for Christ's sake. Yeah. And if we don't talk about this, you said 191? Yes. So was it 194 for me? Yeah. That... It is. Lay lines and riffs. I remember. Let's zoom in all the way on this. All right, so tell us about ley lines and riffs. How okay. are they different? One's a line and one's one's a hole? I mean, what's no. the difference? Here's the deal. Okay. A crisscrossing the planet in almost almost everywhere. I mean, if if you look at the the totality of the planet, you'll you'll see riffs or riffs and ley lines are everywhere. No, I'm sorry. Ley, ley lines are everywhere. Are are these uh lines of blue energy. Now they're they can be thick as a, a football field half mile they can be as tall as two miles in the air even during the day they are visible in bright sunlight and if you're actually in it you may not see it just because you know if you're in you know smog you don't see it but if you're outside the city looking in you can see it it's, it's kind of like that but at night it's it's like a lit up like a christmas tree it's unmistakable you can see it from miles away now what this is this is uh, a line of magical power emanating from the earth so it's like like a, a, a mana breach like it's vomiting mana up in the air i don't want to say vom emanating emanating because okay. it, it's not it's not inherently violent all the time but all the time it is emanating magic from the world into the atmosphere. There you go. And for those pr practitioners of magic and and, and uh, psionics, when you are close or on a ley line, your magic and or psionics is increased in some duration, uh, damage, uh, range. All these attributes can be enhanced if you're at a ley line. Enhanced even more if you had a nexus point. But what is a nexus point? And it's easy. A nexus point are where two ley lines happen to cross. That's it. Uh, it creates a, a nexus point. A nexus point is obviously much more powerful because it's two ley line emanations at a certain point at the, at the same time. So obviously it is going to be more powerful. A conjunction. A conjunction. There you go. And these normally are where rifts can happen. Well, what are rifts? Rifts are spontaneous natural forming rifts, by the way, are spontaneous openings in the space-time continuum. It will lead to a random multiverse. Random. Bloop. Opens up. Could it, could it stay open for five seconds? Sure. 
five hours a day, maybe. Yeah, depending on the time of year, solar alignment, stars, planets, you know, all that stuff, it could be much more powerful, last much, much longer. There are some rifts that are even permanent. In chat earlier, talk about the St. Louis rift. The the, the St. Louis arch. Mm -hmm. It is a permanent rift. It's been open since the rifts happened 300 so years ago. All right. So that, that, that one's special, obviously, but, uh, mostly the natural rifts, they form, something comes out, some people go in and they, they disappear on their own. Sometimes ley line storms happen. We're going to get into that. Don't worry. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Now we, we can look over here. Uh, there's a blue haze in the distance. That's what, that's what it looks like. I already told you that. Uh, when a rift opens up, it usually happens at a ley line nexus. So a single, so and this this part right here, I think is a is a typo. So a single doesn't often have a rift appear. I don't. Is that word salad? Did the type did the typesetter have a stroke? I don't know. I don't know what that means. The only exceptions are rift opening during a ley line storm or other heavenly event when ley line energies oh. peak. Like I said, during during celestial alignments. Uh, um, during solstices, during uh, eclipses, stuff like that. Uh, the ley lines. What's that? Huh? What? Did you say Pluto's a planet? Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. It's fine. Uh, where all of these events cause the ley lines to emit more magic, and then rifts can happen on a line rather than just at a nexus point. The size of a rift may vary from a pinhole to as tall as a skyscraper. Most start as a thin line or ripple of energy that appear in the air and begin to grow vertically. Then it begins to ripple with more energy and the line splits into two with both halves moving apart at the center as if someone were pulling them apart. Kind of like a tear in the fabric of reality. The rift opening is usually near or at the ground level, but sometimes appears high up in the air. See interior color, page 40. However, most man-made dimensional portals created by magic are typically 7 to 25 feet tall and 4 to 12 feet wide. Most rifts don't stay open for more than a few minutes unless they are controlled by a higher power or part of an unusual dimensional phenomenon. And isn't During there the an entire so, uh, source book based on that concept? In that phase mm -hmm. world, they have that controllable rift? Not what that is? No, no, they have phase oh, gates. Not... Oh, okay, I thought that was a yeah. rift. No, no, those are those are phase gates. But okay, they, they, they do have... Uh, rifts that are that are open and closed in the same spot by people who are actually can open and close rifts but they usually use phase gates to go between planets and stuff okay uh, during the great cataclysm and 200 year dark age rifts commonly remained open for hours days and weeks even on rifts earth today there are at least a dozen rifts that are permanently locked open permanently open rifts in north america are the st louis rift slash devil's portal Calgary rifts slash monsters gate. The Detroit and Windsor ley lines had rifts at their nexus points locked open for decades during the early part of the 200 years dark age, but closed about 130 years BPA before the post. It sounds like calendar. Detroit. Yeah, it's a shithole. Random rift activity in which rifts open to various demonic realms and alien worlds remains high, but they are not locked open and seldom remain open for more than an hour or two. Random rifts are shadows of the age of chaos and seem to open or close for no reason and may open for a few minutes to several hours or longer. Random rifts that flare open on their own 
without human intervention, seem to have genuinely opened to other times and parallel Earths, as well as alien worlds and realities. It is believed that the dinosaurs arrived from random rifts during the Dark Age. Yeah, fair. I can see that. Hey, now we know where COVID came from. There you go. There's a pinhole-sized rift. Yep. Someone blew viruses through it. The, the opposite <laughs> of a glory hole. What else? What, oh, God. <laughs> what else would... <laughs> What else would that? Okay, you know what? Scratch that. Pretend that was not so great. Now I have video <laughs> editing to do. Lovely. Uh, no, uh, um, I mean, what else would come through a pinhole size rift? Actually, a uh, pinhole size rift rifts are used by uh, witches and warlocks and 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 mystics and rifters to communicate to beings on the other side. They oh, okay. they can't physically make the make the travel, you know, to or from, but you can communicate through it. Kind of like a kind of like a, a little string phone, you know. So that's mainly what they're used for. Gotcha. Right. Time rifting, travel forward or backward in time is believed to be possible through uh. rifts, but with the exception of beings like the temporal raider and possibly alien intelligence, certain gods, no mortal sorcerer has been known to have mastered time travel. Hold on, read that sentence again, or the last part of that sentence, right at the after that comma. But with the exception of beings no, no, no. like the temporal raider and possibly alien intelligence of certain gods, no right. mortal sorcerer has been known no. to have mastered time travel. Known. There are tales of mages accidentally opening a portal to another place in time and managing to return, but never on a consistent basis. Opening a rift in space and to the specific time by the most talented and experienced shifters, rifters or leyland walkers, is a success perhaps once in a thousand tries. Even recognized incidents involving rifting through time are a matter of debate among practitioners of magic. Conjecture is whether the person actually traveled through time or visited a parallel dimension that resembled a past or future time period. Yes, that that's the big rub. See, uh, when uh, when we had uh, when we had Kevin on here before, he he talked about sliders, mm -hmm. the, the the show sliders, and what that did was it was uh, parallel Earths but all of them were the same time mm -hmm. just they had a different series of events that happened to them so they are in increasing or decreasing levels of difference from the prime earth but there was one episode there was one episode where apparently the big bang happened like eight years later than in our universe and so it was like going eight years in the past well Time travel in most games, unless you're playing a, a Doctor Who game or a Quantum Leap game, is stupid anyway. So I'm glad that uh, this game basically says if you want to be dumb and include it, go for it. But it's not really part of the game. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Random leyline table. Now, you, this is this is a good table. The reason being is because ley lines are everywhere, so they can be anywhere. So you may as well roll randomly, right? It'll give you the size. And uh, about 1d4 times 1,000 feet wide. It'll give you the length, the width, and they're usually, you know, between, you know, 200 yards or up to two miles high. So, you know, if you're in the sky, that's what it does. But, uh, yeah, so you can get uh, the, the random, random ley line there. And that is important for all of your psychic and magical characters in your group and for uh, psychic and magical NPCs or enemies because they, too, will also be boosted. And don't worry, we're going to get into boosting. It's later on. But the surface ley line storms. This is a phenomenon that happens along ley lines, and it can happen at any time. And 
some OCCs like the Leyland Walker can sense it coming. So I, I want to mention something about this because I completely forgot about this. What's that? I've heard people talk about surface ley line storms. I probably read this section at some point in my life. I've never, ever encountered one or even heard of one in the course of gameplay. Mm. That's because these, these force of nature type things can really screw you up. And it doesn't seem fair. It's, it's like, a, you know, every once in a while, th there'll be a landslide out of nowhere. It's kind of like that. It's not something you can, you can fight against. It's not something that you can get out of the way fast enough. If you're on a ley line, there, there's just a chance you're, you're going to get screwed up. But sometimes you want to be on a ley line. Sometimes it's important to be on a ley line. Like if you are, if you are a, a magic using a, a spell casting character, you can get free PPE every round to cast your spells if you're on a ley line. But there's also a chance that you're going to be rolled over by a storm and possibly murdered because we're going to see what the, what the ley line storm does. Let's, okay. let's do this. Uh, although ley line storms are compared to conventional rainstorms, there's seldom rain during them and they're anything but conventional. The sky turns a dark green gray color with dark gray to black clouds rolling along the ley line with gusts around 35 miles an hour and the air turns cold. Bluish white bolts of electrical energy shoot down from the sky and everything in the area of the storm crackles with a halo of magical energy. Mystic scholars speculate that the storms recycle ley line energy and help to maintain an even flow of PPE up and on the line. When there is an overlord or surge of energy, a storm occurs, redirecting the excess energy and distributing it elsewhere. A ley line storm can occur at any time along any ley line or land or sea. They occur more often at magic sea triangles than anywhere else because the fluctuation of mystic energy is generally more powerful and less stable than ley lines on dry land. Well, just like anything else, you know, what, you know, if you're on the ocean, it's just more, more treacherous than on land in general. A natural ley line storm will typically last 3d6 times 10 minutes while the worst storms occur at the nexus points and ley line triangles and last twice as long. The storm always has a strange and often terrible effect on practitioners of magic, creatures of magic, and spellcasting. Now, during a Leyland storm, all of these things happen. The effect of magic within the storm is distorted. Roll the percentile below. This includes techno wizard devices and magic weapons. Oh wow! One to twenty, magic powers are de are increased. Double range and damage durations are increased. The spell and, and since you're on a line, it's already double, so you're doubling a double. So it's actually. Damn. Depending on how you look at it, it's either times four or times three. I look at it as the you you take the you take the highest multiple and every multiple after that, you just minus add one, one and add that. Yeah, yeah add minus one and add it. So it'd be two plus two minus one. So it's two plus one. So it'd be times three. Magical powers are decreased, reduce range and damage by half. Then magical powers are completely negated. Nothing magical works. Magical powers are completely wrong. The GM can switch spells at will. Anything goes. It is wise not to use magic under these circumstances. Otherwise, a range damage effects and duration of spell are normal. See, here's the thing. If you can cast a first level spell and what, what will come out could be a 15th level spell. I don't know if I would do that. I, I get it by the rules. You could do that. I don't think yeah. I personally would do no, that. I personally wouldn't but, do that. Well, I, but I, I would, would for, for effect. Got, well, yeah, as long, yeah, okay, I, I see where you're going there, but I would definitely, oh, if you missed last Wednesday's Gatekeepers, all about random tables, well, here's a great random table for your game. There you go. Ready to go. What spell did you actually cast? 
Ding, and, ding, I, ding. and I and I would probably have it like 25% chance you actually cast the spell you wanted to. 75% chance roll on the random. <laughs> actually, no. If you roll the 61 to 80, magic powers are completely wrong. That means you never cast a spell you well, want to. Well, it says can, can switch the spell. Anything goes. I think oh, part of anything switch. goes. Anything goes. Can switch. Well, you should. You should. Fair enough. No, I, I get what you're saying, but I always want the player to have a little bit of hope. Just a little nah. bit of hope. Yeah, <laughs> take away hope. Players have okay, to okay, fair here. enough. All right. Magic discharge. Every time a spell is cast or a magic weapon is used, there is the sound of thunder, and the magic user is knocked off his feet from a sudden explosion in his face. Loses initiative <laughs> in it. one melee attack and suffers 2d6 SDC damage, MDC if they are a mega damage creature. In your the face. Two. The extra PPE available at ley lines and nexus points cannot be tapped during a storm. Bolts of leyline energy are attracted to anything magical. So all that when I when we <laughs> went over the description of a magical leyline uh, during during a storm, there was bolts of magical energy. Well, anyone who is a PPE battery or anyone holding a magical item is now a lightning rod for all of these magical bolts. And if you are an SDC creature, you take one d four SDC damage, lose initiative, one melee attack, and lose one d six PPE points every time you are hit, and you're teleported two d six times ten yards down the line. Hi, <laughs> have, have a good time. And disorienting. <laughs> if you are a supernatural creature, you suffer four d six MD and lose six d six PPE every time you're struck by one of these bolts, and it can happen multiple times during the storm. You just be popping in and out. Like a like a really really drunk nightcrawler, blink dog. Creatures who yeah, creatures who are disguised by metamorphosis or magic suddenly appear to grow or shrink, and their features become distorted. Getting hit by a bolt has a forty four percent chance to transform them into their true shape. Yep. Instant instant uh, dragon be here. It's not great. Psy stalkers, dog boys, all Santa characters, and similar creatures suffer from headaches. Minus initiative, strike, parry, and dodge, and their psionic sensing powers are scrambled, reduced by half. Magic illusions disappear. Existing dimensional portals close. All forms of leyline communication during a storm are impossible. Leyline teleportation is possible, but risky. Now you have a 50% <laughs> chance to teleport will send you to a desired location and uh, end it halfway, or you appear 2d4 times 10 miles off course. You know, if you're just trying line. to get out of there, though, just trying to get out of the storm, who cares? Yeah, that's fine. Nine plus random occurrences are listed below. Random events. Uh-oh. So that's nine things that happen every time a storm happens. And they're all bad. Well, no, there there is a 20% chance that you double your power, but all right. everyone's power is doubled. So it's not like it's a thing. So what are these what are these random events that we have here? These look okay, uh... here we go. We have the airlift. Everyone, vehicles too, crackles with energy and rises 10 feet above the ground. They are pushed by the wind along the line and for 2d6 minutes before dropping to the ground the power of magic flight will not work under this circumstance so you're just caught up in the you're caught up you're a leaf in the wind and we know rolling how that thunder. happened how that worked out for wash rolling thunder you're, tra you're uh, uh transported back in time to vietnam that that got weird quick hey, if you're in mega damage armor you're winning <laughs> <laughs> you got tiger blood and nom <laughs> Rolling Thunder, huge black clouds race to the ground along the entire width of ley line. Speed is about 60 miles per hour. Everyone hit by the thunder cloud is drenched with water, temporarily deafened by the sound of rumbling thunder, loses all attacks actions for one full melee, and is swept off their feet with the same consequences as a wind rush spell. Euphoria. This was hey. nice. 
Everybody feels good, happy, and cheerful. Many will start to laugh, sing, or act silly, as if intoxicated. Those who are wounded will have two to six hit points restored, and minor illnesses will disappear. Oh, cure for the common COVID. That's great. (laughs) On the downside, the characters feel no fear or hostility toward anything, including known enemies. They will not attack unless attacked first, at which point all combat bonuses are half, and they lose one attack action per round. Euphoria lasts typically 2d4 minutes. And we have oh, alien slimy, slimy things. things accompany a light rain. It's raining slugs. By the way, this, okay. this is the scientific term. Science, yes. Slimy things. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Dimensional flux. One minute the characters are on Earth. The next moment they're in limbo. Everything is white and wispy as if inside a cloud. An occasional distant flash of light can be seen in the sky, but there's no sign of a storm. After what seems to be only 1d4 minutes, that's about all the fuel you've used, they appear back in the exact same spot where they have been when the flux occurred. The storm is over and 2d6 hours have passed. <laughs> hours. Massive leyline energy bolt. Humans DB struck by the bolt suffer the following consequences. 2d6 SDC damage, lose initiative and three melee attacks, lose 46 wow. PPE and are teleported 46 times 10 yards down the line. True creatures of magic, 1d4 times 10 mega damage and lose d6 times 10 along with the random teleport. A dimensional rift opens. That's fun. <laughs> he's like i'm done he even kevin's like i'm done leave it to game master you figure it out <laughs> yeah nice okay all right you want you want to hit some chat yeah let's hit some chat or do we or do we have uh something that just piggybacks on this well no no we're good okay all right uh what do we have here so this game has riffs in it i'm out i quit yep. wash Shrift. your hands of it <laughs> wash your hands son okay if you have a question about riffs earth Oh, Earth. Are the rifts Uh-oh. open in space and time? Uh, is it a possibility that more than one version of Earth can exist? Yes, more than one version of Earth does exist. All right. Rudy Whitmer, I think he's a first-time chatter, maybe. Welcome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Man, love some old-school RPGs and rifts. Bring on the Coalition War Machines. I knew that was for you. That's great. That's great. Coalition are the hero in this game. They're the heroes. I really it's not that- humanity first it's humanity only kevin kevin i think you need some new authors you have some people <laughs> looking at things well the correct way based on how the lore goes right now you might want to have a few war crimes from those coalition folks oh they got war crimes everywhere but you know the average person never never knows about it yeah fair <laughs> all right by the way um next week Next week, Kevin and Sean are scheduled to be on the show. And Heathen Dog still has to get uh, questions for uh, for Sean and the Twilight Legion. I'm gonna have three. Gonna have to three, be- and and they're and they're all they're all gonna think I hate them. They're like, they're both gonna think him? I hate them like at a personal level, Uh-oh. but it's not true. I hate Savage World riffs on a personal level. It shouldn't exist. It's a travesty of nature. <laughs> it's like a it's, it's like a three headed. Uh, baby it's just bad in every way that could be the evolution of mankind three brains no. are better than one right no no oh. no okay three words before i go back to work risk glory hall yeah that was a good one <laughs> darth Theek says the line walker casting a spell could summon something crazy that the party now has to deal with yes yes if you start uh if you start casting during a storm you're just stupid and a little a ley line walker would not do that would not do that 
he and I believe he one of his major abilities is to sense a leyline storm coming. He would just get off the rift. He would like everyone go, get get off the leyline. Everyone leave. Pick left or right and just go. I, I didn't ignore them, crafty. I just don't have time to answer every single question on here. Ethan can go back and answer them if he wants to. Uh, and one-legged frog. Wouldn't zombies be herded and generally loitering in ley lines due to the attraction of the PPE? Well, PPE vampires in uh, in in Palladium, they usually need a living host to to uh, to drain. They can't just drain from the ambient PPE in the air. They have to they have to have a psychic connection to a victim. And I say victim because usually the psychic connection happens through fear. When they're when the when the victim is scared, they can make a psychic connection and then drain the, the PPE from the victim. So that is necessary in most cases of PPE vampires in Palladium. All right, what are we moving? Are we moving on to dimensional rifts or something? Yes, else? we are understanding okay. dimensional rifts. On rifts Earth, the state of each dimensional rift is a lot more important than the latest weather forecast. Below are tables <laughs> for figuring out the type, duration, and condition of each dimensional rift or portal, as well as the worlds are likely to be linked and reached by the rift. Is this okay, something so you use in your games? Th this, this is say... this is something you can use in your games. Now, if if you want rifts to like you know randomly pop open and stuff, then you can use this table to figure out where they go and what they because do. I, I think personally, I would not want to deal with this. Not that it's bad. I'm just saying, cause it makes sense for an organic world. I yes. just would either want it to be a story purpose that it's there or no. Am I wrong on that or no, no, you're, you're, you're fine. It's it all, it all depends on if the GM wants to deal with it. Fair enough. Okay. If the GM wants to deal with it. Then this, this can happen. Now, as you can see, uh, these we're talking about dimensional rifts on special events, vernal equinox, autumnal equinox, summer and winter solstice, partial solar eclipse, lunar eclipse, and it gives a ley line, nexus point, and super nexus point. A super nexus point is where multiple ley lines cross at the same point. That's Where's called that? the super nexus. See, where, where's the super nexus point? I don't see that. Uh, if you look at the the odds of dimensional rifts occurring, go to go to the left side of the page. Oh, oh, oh so within each one. Okay, within can you each just one, yes. Yeah, okay, can Leyline, you pick one and we'll nexus, talk about it? Yeah, leyline nexus point and super nexus point. We'll we'll pick one. We'll pick uh, the lunar eclipse. You're on it already. Okay. Okay. On a leyline during the 90 minute period of a lunar eclipse, there is a one to 15 percent chance that a rift will appear. Roll the random rift table for type and duration. At a nexus <laughs> point, there's a 77 percent chance a rift will appear. At a super nexus point, there's a 95% chance that a rift will appear. So at, at, at this point, you can tell during significant events, if you're at a, a nexus point, a rift is probably going to happen. You do not want to be on a, on, a, on a nexus point during any, pretty much any of, of, these, uh, of these special events. Really? You don't get like superpower? Like, yeah, I am God. No, no. The rift oh. could open to anywhere and anything could walk through. As a matter of fact, in the, in the older books, it says something will come through. You just don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> All right. We move on to rift duration and conditions. Okay. So rift duration in the case of constant rifts, the description indicates how long it will be before rift changes to another state. For temporary or transient rifts, 
the description indicates how long the rift has before disappearing or what chances that it will dissolve. Now, transient states, what that means is if it's a permanent rift, it's a permanent rift on our side, but the other side can jump destinations or origin points, depending on your point of view. Isn't that like that Star Trek episode where it's yes, like where they had an unstable wormhole? Yes. <laughs> yes. On the other side of the rift is unstable, jumping between dimensions. Now, sometimes it's random. Sometimes it cycles through 5, 10, 20, you know, in a pattern. Sometimes it does that. If you want to make your rift do that, that's completely fine. There's, there's, there's precedent for that. World links describes a current connection that the world has with another, that the rift has with another world. Dimensional link stability. Some rifts hang onto their world connections for as long as they survive, while other rifts fluctuate, constantly losing their connections and then making links with other worlds altogether. So the, these are these are non-permanent rifts that do also do not have a fixed endpoint. During their limited lifetime, minutes, hours, whatever, it's jumping destination points. Rift metamorphosis. This applies only to constant rifts and indicates the likelihood that the rift, while constant slash ever present, changes the type of two rift that it is requiring a new role on the constant rift table. Now we're going to go, what does that mean? Well, luckily, constant rift table is right here. While this table is suitable for a few permanent rifts found on Earth, it will also work with this kind of steady rift found on other worlds. In North America, the only known permanent rifts are the Calgary Rift, St. Louis Rift, and it it should say some some stuff. Oh no, uh, the the Detroit and Windsor area they were only permanent for the yeah, first. Yeah, that was during decades. the Age of Darkness. Yeah. yeah, the Calgary Rift is currently under the control of the growing Kingdom of Monsters. Another permanent rift is suspected to exist in the ruins of Old Detroit, but has never been confirmed. Those knowledgeable on such matters believe that Old Detroit and Old Windsor are plagued by frequent recurring periodic rifts. I believe that. Other permanent dimensional rifts are found on Atlantis, but these are controlled by the Splugorth and their stone minions, stone master minions, and contained inside their fabled giant stone pyramids. Stone pyramids is ancient Atlantean magic that if you place it on a nexus, you, you can control, you can stop or divert ley line storms all along the connecting ley lines. You can, you can open a rift on the cheap. At a, at a stone fortress because it, it's actually a, not just a cap of PPE, but a focuser of PPE. For, for example, is uh, not actually taken over the planet because they're, they're, they're just fine hanging out on Atlantis. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's physically separated from the rest of the world and it's hard to get to, and they, they feel pretty protected and uh, it's close enough to where they, they can send out slaving slaving runs and get slaves and bring them back and sell them they don't want the whole world they just want control of you know this okay. part of it and they'll Fair make enough. money yeah but uh stone pyramids cap ppe and focus ppe if there's a stone period at a nexus a stone pyramid at a nexus point the ley line energy is capped you don't get the ppe bonus by standing on it anymore you can't draw on it you have trouble teleporting through it storms don't happen if you want to access the ley line PPE, you have to you have to be touching the stone pyramid and know how stone magic works. Those two things are hard to come by. So right, it's so monopolizing. It's monopolizing the yeah. uh, the PPE. Yep, PPE. 
Other permanent dimensional rifts are found on Atlantis. Yeah, we did that already. Uh, one is uh, one is known to exist in Africa. Another two, one or two, respected to exist in China, and still others might be found elsewhere, though probably no more than a dozen or so, because stone magic is all but extinct now. Because Atlanteans are all but extinct. Okay, so when you we we roll the constant rift table, you usually roll it one time, and this is the rift. This okay. is your constant rift. This is its. This is its. Uh, All right, I'll roll. This is its function. All right, here we go. I got a sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. That is a stable cycling rift, making a noise like a low, continuous thunder. The rift seems to be chewing up the landscape and spewing it somewhere else into other <laughs> worlds. That's Man, you, not you're good. throwing away our resources. It's what a garbage. Hell? You roll the garbage disposal. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Well, Jesus, blame the dice. Rift metamorphosis, none. World links. 2d6 worlds will be connected to the rift, which it cycles through randomly, changing to a different one every 46 hours after the last time. Whichever dimensional portal is open at the time is the one that beings can enter or exit. Dimensional link stability every 46 hours after the last change. So it cycles. See, it says cycles throughout randomly. 2d6 worlds that means it's not a pattern but it's the same 2d6 worlds just randomly cycled through so if you wait long enough you're going to hit the same one twice but how long is it going to be i don't know i don't know. bring a snack yeah make sure to bring your trail mix then there's violent rift there's swelling rift pulsing rift i'm gonna read pulsing rift because that's that's way too Where's that? pg-13 rated it's uh, one to second one, 21 to 45 percent. Oh, 21 to 45. Okay, this, this is the condition most common to permanent rifts. Oh, good, where the dimensional portal seems to exhibit something like a heartbeat slowly pulsing in and out every 10 minutes or so. This is also the most stable situation, and pulsing rifts have often maintained themselves for days, weeks, even centuries. Rift <laughs> metamorphosis rare, only a one percent chance of changing each sunrise. World links, there will be one primary world link. Dimensional link stability. At each sunrise and sunset, there's a 22% chance the link will switch to a different world. <laughs> so it's permanent for the day. Every sunrise, there's a 22% chance it'll shift to a random of infinite randoms. So if you happen to be on the other side and you, you miss that sunrise deadline, well, you're boned. You better find another way home because you, you just can't get there from here anymore. Okay. We have the morphing rift, the raging rift. I thought the I thought your your uh, garbage disposal rift would be called the raging rift, but let's read the raging. It's the last one. Dimensional portal will seem to be a blazing, ex blazing, exploding with energy and swelling across the landscape in a bosom, in a blossom. blossom sorry, of energy and towering forty four times ten feet into the air, a mile or more into the sky during surges of power, equinox, solstice, etc., becoming a two way portal to whatever world it is currently linked to. People from resource can go there and beings from there can come here two ways. That's that second part is kind of the problem. Yeah. Beings on both sides of the divide can see glimpses of what awaits them on the other side of the portal. So if you can, you can look over and go, Oh, look, it's a raging hellscape next. I'll wait. <laughs> you Rift see dragons floating. Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> it never changes. It just rages. World links, endless, constantly oh. changing to dozens of different worlds, although there will be a 1d4 times 10 that it cycles through most regularly. 
Only 1d4 times 10. Oh, yeah, just 40 regular worlds. Yeah, just up to 40 regular ones, but, you know, infinite variety. Dimensional link stability. Every link imaginable is possible at some point or another with the rift acting like a mad channel surfer, shifting worlds every 4d6 minutes. This is the type of rift locked away at St. Louis by the coalition states. This Don't is the, this is the devil gate. <laughs> Crafty's being gross. Of the L started it. <laughs> okay. And then we have, uh, yeah, the periodic rift table, not as powerful or as persistent as a permanent kind. Periodic rifts tend to stick around longer than their random counterparts. Periodic rift, random rift. These are all, these are all tables you can do as a game master. If you want to not think about it, it's not important to the story where the rift goes or how big the rift is or whatever. You can just roll on these tables. If you want a permanent rift, a periodic rift or a random rift, just go ahead and scroll through. Throbbing rift. <laughs> Throbbing rift. There you go. <sighs> and then we have that, the that's random That's what I wanted to generator. see coming through my rift. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. I can go all day without seeing that. All right, here we go. I quickly scrolled through them. Pause okay. if you didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> then we have the random, random world generator. Oh, where's that? There's over here. Page 190. There it is. And this is, you know, what's on the other side of that random rift? Well, this random world. And we're going to look at the plot resolution world. Real, real quick before I scroll down to that. Um, I, I, me personally, I would rather have the adventures a little more tailored yeah. as far as, hey, this is what's on the other side or something if they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me, tell me, because in a more sandboxy style game, tell me how this can work out relatively quickly. And the reason why I'm asking is because to me, this seems like something you roll on the side, not something that you would want to roll in game. I don't care how good of a sandbox game master you are. This seems to me like, oh crap, how, I'm rolling this crap together. How is this going to work out? Yeah, uh, this is, is something I wouldn't do. Rifts should be uh, popping up only, only when the GM wants it and only when it advances the story. They are too powerful and, and too random to just be a random encounter type thing. But that being said, if you are creating a, uh, a, a module type situation and you roll this beforehand and write it down, when they get to this point, they face this rift and you've randomly rolled the, all of the characteristics and stuff and you wrote them down. That's so fine. Maybe that's great. this is something that should be in the game master's guide. Yes. Not in but the, another another reason to have this on hand is is if you are dumb enough to play or have in your party a uh, shifter rifter whatever because they have the ability to open rifts on the cheap and mm -hmm. they can do it at first second level then having this is necessary because they only have the ability to open rifts to worlds they've been to before and if you're first level, guess what? You've probably never been to a world before. So your first rift is definitely going to be a random. Okay. You're going to need this table. Okay. Make, but makes sense. if you follow my expert advice, you will not allow such characters to be in your game because they're stupid. He doesn't like shifters. And I say that because he knows I would play one. <laughs> no, they're, they're just, they're just a, a hand grenade just ready to go off in your, in your tent. Maybe bring that up next week. 
bring that up next week like like how somebody like uh, ask kevin like hey how do you handle a character that's that's going to be in the group that at one one point at some point in there is going to make a bad thing happen yeah is definitely going to cause a uh, cause a potential team wipe at some point yes that's what shifters rifters that's what um summoners uh witches and warlocks because oh no i'm going to hitch my wagon to a good supernatural being no it's lying to you it's also evil it's an evil supernatural being you always get an evil super just shut up just shut up and it's going to order you at some point to do horribly evil things and you have to say yes that means you're going to cause tension in the party please bring that up next week okay and then we're at magical spells. So those are those that's, that's your riffs. Now it was, it was pretty short, that's understandable, fine. but it's important to know what riffs are, know what makes them tick. And so you can know when to stay away from them and when to explore them. The latter is never. <laughs> the don't, don't, never. Do you do, don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want to leave this planet to a random rift. You don't want that. All right, throw up some more chat. All right, throwing up some more chat, then we'll head into comments. Uh, Ethan Hart, Ryan, Rain, Ethan Hart, Rain. Ethan Hart, Rain. There we go, Rain. I don't know why I can't read. Uh, in the quest for good information, I found this channel, a shining gem in the darkness of soy boys, and will keep up the good work. Hey. I, I, I like you and people. That was really good. I I'd say pander, but that's, that sounds negative. Thanks yeah. for the shout out. No, it's not <laughs> negative when it's for us. That's right. Farmer's Almanac news section, Leyline Storms. Yeah, you just yes. found a way to make there, money. Oh my God, there has to be that. There has to be that in Rifts. There has to be. The Farmer's Almanac of Leyline Storms. There has to be. Yep. And you know yeah. what? It's gonna be. It's gonna be fantastically accurate. Now you know how the uh, what what it is the rogue scientist. You know what he's working on now. Yep. Yep. He's 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 updating for next year's Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> uh is stonehenge a permanent rift no really oh no it's not because the actual uh stonehenge works a little bit like a uh like a uh, stone pyramid it uh it it gives the the nexus it because it, stonehenge is a super nexus i think it's like at least five ley lines cross there okay so it's it's a it's a super nexus point but the actual stones in Stonehenge are made to focus that that energy and uh, keep it under control. All right. Crafty Rifts is being written by James Raggy, it seems. You probably don't know who that is. I don't know who but, that uh, is, no. James Raggy uh, does Lamentations of the Flame Princess, and every time he does a nasty video, um, he's always fat and naked. Okay, that sounds bad. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah, I I I don't like the trope. I know a lot of people do. I know he's doing it for shock value. His game is written for shock value, but uh, no, I don't follow him. I don't I don't like his game. So, but I put that up there because I thought it was fun. Okay. And then Fat Gamer says I've used random world generators in game before, and I've never found it that hard. That's fine. Okay. Just, no, no, no. I'm, we're not saying it's hard. We're just saying that a game master probably doesn't want to leave some of these things to chance because you you could you could randomly roll some super bad stuff and and force a team wipe. It can happen. You can roll that and it can happen. 
and every, every, all your players would be like, man, that sucks. That was that was dumb. And you'd be right. I mean, they're, they're first, second level, and you rolled the worst rift possible from the worst world possible randomly, and they just get steamrolled. And that's not fun for anyone. So use these to create rifts, not on the fly, but beforehand in, in strategic areas so you, you, can, you can control the, the outcome. Roll raggy. Yeah. But hey, I mean, I know a lot of people like Lamentations of Frame Flame Princess. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy it or anything like that. I'm just saying for for my dollar, um, I'd rather not look at a fat naked man on YouTube. Just saying. Uh, I get it. All right, let's. Uh, and and his game uh, about shock value. I know a lot of people like it. There's some interesting concepts in there, but it wouldn't be something I, I play. And on the on the literal opposite end. I also don't buy most of Pundit's games because I'm not looking for medieval authentic. However, if you are, check out RPG Pundit. If you want that authenticity, people love his games. He's a good writer for that. All right, let's hide that. I don't need to see that. Okay, comments from, not last week, because remember last week we had Mark McKinnon on. Right. Uh, uh, but from the last uh, Rift segment, we had sure. we talked about missiles. All and right. not a lot of questions for this one. And I think you answered one of these already, but let's do it in. Yeah, this is one you answered. I did. Uh, I, I don't like the roll with impact roll. Neither do I. But I used it to allow my player to. Uh, I to, used to allow my player oh, to to use, use just with to be used just with kinetic attacks like punches, kicks, throws and blasts. Well, that's what it's for. Yeah, that's exactly I, what it's for. I don't like using it for punches, kicks, or anything like that. I use it only for, uh, well, I shouldn't say this. I actually use the rule the way it's written, but I want to use it only for uh, dodging out a blast radius of, say, a, a fireball or a grenade or something like that. But no, I get it, but uh, the, 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 reason, the reason I would allow it with punches and kicks and stuff and throws is because uh, if, if you are trained, especially in boxing, and you're gonna get hit. You are trained to to go back. I, I, I get it conceptually. I, I'm just yeah. saying. I think they, I think it's a step too far. That's not needed for a game. Well, I get not, it. I get I it. And, and it. if you're thrown, you are. And if you're if you're trained in martial arts, you are trained to fall correctly. Yeah, yeah. I, I get so that. I, I understand the rule, and it makes perfect sense. And then to be fair, I actually don't use it. I'm sorry. I don't care what the rules say. Somebody smacks you with a mace. <laughs> you're not you're not avoiding that blow unless you parry it or dodge it but okay. uh, as far as punch kicks throws blasts okay uh e smith this was a long one i just cut out a, a okay portion of it shields are horrible in rips there is no concept of a shield providing total coverage or partial coverage just by holding one to use them to deflect range attacks it's the equivalent to catching a bullet. So you have to roll to block over an attack with a severe penalty against bullets and lasers. So a shield in your hand does not exist until you do a parry motion with it, essentially. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you are correct. And uh, if you want to block laser blasts or bullets or whatever, uh, you have to roll straight up and either with no bonus or with some minus. And uh, it, it doesn't give any automatic protection. So yeah, shields are, you know, shields are not rift friendly. That's but why we have, that's why we have environmental that. power armor. <laughs> you can house armor. rule that. 
And finally, Liquid Death says, again, this is another long one that I, I cut out total part. This is where the correction comes in, and I cannot believe neither of us noticed this because it is something we kind of even talked about okay. at some point in there. No hand-to-hand -hand combat skill. Level 1 starts with one hand-to-hand -hand attack per melee round. This reflects the character's pitiful fighting skills. However, the character gets two non-combat melee actions at first level. A non-combat action involves some activity other than fighting operating machine. This is quoted from the book, right? Yeah. Level yeah. three plus one level. This is the part. Oops, God dang it. This is the part right here. Each attack. God dang it. You stop I it? I can't, I can't click on it. I want to highlight, but I can't. Uh, each attack counts as two melee actions for this character. And I completely forgot about that. That, that is right. Every attack counts as two actions for the character. When shooting, uh, when punching, and so forth. That's why it's one and two. Oh, so that, that's why it's three and six. Because yeah, it's, okay, it's three, way, yeah. It's three attacks equals is the same thing as six non-combat actions because each yeah. each attack action costs two. Yes. Okay. So yeah. All right. And the thing is, is because uh, I remember looking at that quite extensively when I was writing my own stuff like earlier in the year, and I can't believe that I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. When you have no hand-to-hand -hand skill, all attacks count as two attacks. I'm sure there's an exception there to the all, but I'm, I'm saying it for the purpose of this discussion. So, theoretically, if you want to get uh, horribly pedantic about it, both of us were wrong. But uh, it leans in a direction. I'll let you guys figure that out. Yeah. Stop sharing. But having is significantly better than not having. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I guess that's the end of segment one. Mm -hmm. Uh it was, it was a shorter one, but, I, you know, shorter ones can be good. We'll probably actually get a couple of views on it now. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> our, our riffs, our riffs, come on, stream here, get over here. Our riffs videos don't actually get oh, 100 to 170. Views. Is that what the last couple have got? Yeah. yeah. Still low. I mean, I have 12-hour live streams that get 500, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, Heaton Dog's just, no. Oh, ooh, ooh. Shots fired. We're going to keep the second going. Oh, here we go. Wraith Rogue Star. <laughs> Heathen Dog is just plain wrong about shifters and supernatural link. Just read the main book in the shifter section. You can align yourself with gods and supernatural beings that are not. Yeah, you can if you can trust who you're talking to on the other side of the not video call. <laughs> the evil things can lie, you know. Dumbass. The devil comes in the form of the of an angel of light. <laughs> exactly. Evil things lie. See, but here's the thing. Heathen Dog just hates them, so you can be assured that you're going to get the evil thing in his game. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. In, in somebody else's game, you could work, you could do some effort. You could put some steps forth, some research to say, you know, I'm pretty confident this is the good guy. I'm pretty confident where I'm going here because I'm not going, I'm not doing this on Halloween at midnight through a Ouija board. No, I'm doing this by going through sanctified ground or, or whatever. So... I, I'm not in the heathen dog camp on this one, but I do get what he's saying that when things go south, yeah, it's kind of a TPK. <laughs> you're, you know, you're expecting your summon being to to help you out, and all of a sudden it broke free. He's like, <laughs> and you're like, uh oh, because we needed you to fight that, not me. So. Well, this is this is the warlock witch, whatever, where you you make a pact with a supernatural creature, but the thing is, you 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 can never ever be sure exactly what's on what's on the other side of that of that pinhole rift 
that you, that you're making the pack through and guess what level you are one because a, a warlock or a witch or whatever starts off at level one connected to the supernatural being so if you're level one it's probably going to be able to trick you you're a freaking rube at this point this is the same guy that tells me that not all DBs that come through are bad. Your heroes unlimited characters can come through. Your Robotech characters can come through. Random mundane people can walk through from other dimensions. But <laughs> supernatural beings radiate their alignment, not from another dimension. Sorry. I, I don't know the rule dimension. on that one, so I couldn't answer. Is that what the rule says? Or yeah. is there no rule it, on it? it oh, okay. Yeah, because all these supernatural creatures that, that a warlock or a witch is going to connect themselves to is not on the same plane of existence. Okay. No, but I think it's a fair question to ask because I remember we had this discussion back in Palladium Fantasy about the summoner. Yeah. We and talked the, about the, 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 the shifter established their link through a communication only rift. So it could be anything on their side. Yes. Anything. I'm your friend. Yeah. Come I'm here, your got friend. Some candy for oh you. yeah. I'm the angel of light. It's great. It's we all Look, float down here. It's awesome. <laughs> then, this this dimension is just one big white 1970s van. Come on in. Okay, well, yeah, D D Dark Thick is right. War uh warlocks tied to an element. Yeah. You know, the elemental fusionist type deal, which is right, right, right. but but yeah, we're so, not, we're not talking specifics like that. We are talking, yeah, yeah. you know, but just we are, we are talking about li linking uh hitching your hitching your little red wagon to a supernatural V10, right? It's almost always going to be bad, bad news. I have a cat going crazy. Yeah. So ultimately, I like the shifter. I think it's interesting. I like the Diabolist. I like the summoner. But Eden Dog makes some very good points. Why would you have one in the group when you know that unless you're looking for a random adventure? I don't have an adventure plan today. Aha! I'm a shifter. I can make an adventure now. Yes, you uh, can make an adventure. Yeah. But uh, so, anywho. Uh, yeah, I mean, th that's just a difference. I like things like that, that, that have, uh, oh, call them, I don't want to call them gray areas, that have potential for negative side effects because I don't like curating everything into this perfect uh, rendition of like nothing can go wrong. That's why I like games like uh, DCC where when you cast a magic spell, things can go awry. I, 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 I enjoy that randomness aspect of the game as long as it doesn't take over the game. And seemingly when it comes to shifters and Diabolists and, and uh, uh, summoners and whatever else that, that can take over the game. And then that be starts to become a bad time for people. So, uh, so what happens in a world that every convenience or crossing ley lines is a rift? I think you uh, meant convergence or crossing ley lines is oh, a rift. Well, yeah, uh, it, uh, crossing the ley lines is a nexus point. And nexus points are where rifts can form. Now, when, when, the, when the cataclysm just happened, rifts were opening and closing every couple minutes along the ley lines at nexus points everywhere. It was just random. Just poop, 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 poop. In and out, in and out, in and out. It's crazy. But now the ley lines have calmed down. So now rifts mostly happen only at nexus points. And only... Uh, only are uh, almost always going to happen during celestial events. Solar eclipse, lunar eclipse, stuff like that. They have a very high chance, 70 plus percent chance to actually open during, during those, during the 90 minutes of that event. Okay. 
I think I think we're good with uh, segment one for today. So let's remind people we believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds and that the focus of your tabletop group should be on role-playing and having a good time. The core values of hashtag RPGate and any good tabletop community are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural organic inclusion, not force diversity. You can check out our streaming schedule right there. That is right, Heathen Dog plays video games on thursdays and saturday evenings and of course we have our tabletop live streams on sundays and fridays and you can look for our social media discord merchandise charity alternative media in the links below of course like subscribe and share Boop, there we go that's Yay. the subscribe thingy that we never really use anymore we always forget <laughs> and uh, i hope you all have a wonderful day Coco says, uh, the riffs seem like borders. How do the coalition feel about riffs? Riffs are bad. Riffs, uh, the, the, it's, it's kind of like, um, the, the coalition thinks the other side of every rift is just a den of pedophiles. Just that want to come to our world and molest our children. They look at every rift that way. So when a rift opens, if it's if it's nearby a coalition protected area, they will instantly pounce in the area and shoot anything that comes through. Anything. ET comes through. Elliot. He's he's dead. He's done. He's smoked. That's the way it is. And what if humans come through the rifts? Too bad. Too bad. They're 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 DBs. They're from another dimension. They're DBs. Shoot to kill. Every single time. So I got a question. I, I want to see how, how the game goes on this one. So I'm asking you this. This is not probably a realistic scenario, but ultimately uh, some random jerkwad farmer from, you know, comes from one earth, whatever, comes through, mundane person, SDC only, sure. comes through a rift and sets up shop somewhere on rift's earth. And sometime later, just, mo uh, you know, we'll say a year or two later, Wanders over to the coalition territory. Wow, there's some security here. I like this. I'm going to hang out. Can the coalition identify him as a DB? No. Okay. No. Uh, the only way to identify a purely mundane human that has come through a rift is their lack of general world knowledge. But if you spent at least a year or so in a podunk town, you'll have podunk town world knowledge. And when you go to the when you go to a CS city, <laughs> you'll say, hey, I... I'm from this podunk town and you'll know all the customs and laws and rights and all that stuff from, from gotcha. podunk, whatever. And I just want to make it. sure there wasn't some sort of residue or something. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. He's emitting. No. Oh, what is it they use in Star Trek? All the, ah, he's emitting tachyon on waves. Yeah. <laughs> some shit like that. Or he's got some goofy metachlorians or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh God. Why are you, why are you trying to ruin the stream? Sorry. All right. Uh, any, do you want to uh, step away before segment two or oh, should yeah, we just yeah, run right into it? Okay. So, I'm basically prepared for it. Uh, so let's see what else is going on in chat. Yeah, a vigorous interrogation. Yeah, I mean, you could find out that. I'm just talking, is there a random way of walking like, my, my DB sensor has gone off. That's a DB. What? You know, obviously some things, if you're walking out there, you got purple skin and horns coming out of your face. Yeah, you're probably either cancerous or, uh, <laughs> or not from here. But uh, what else in chat? Yeah, I just want to remind everybody on Friday for the Friday Night Chill stream, we will be playing a one-shot Rifts game. 
uh, from a gentleman who somehow convinced us to play. I still have to finish making my character. I rolled my horrible attributes. I now know why I'm a robot pilot, because my attributes are so low. But uh, we'll be playing a one-shot Rifts game on Friday. Friday night, chill stream. It's uh, We'll see how that goes. We've got Randy from Biggest Geek is who's going to play. we got the Cigar DM that's going to play. And I think uh, Nerdy Ogre is the other other player obviously me and heathen dog and it's going to be run by uh well on discord he goes by rpg is dumb but uh i don't know what his name is like his handle is but he has a youtube channel too i have not been to it recently but anywho and of course that will it'll be up on it'll stay up so if you miss it live we're not going to pay attention to chat at least i'm not going to pay attention to chat while i'm playing because I know people just try to derail it, and I will fall for it. <laughs> so, uh, so I am going to keep chat off, even super chats. I, th and... I thought you were playing a full conversion Borg. No, no, I'm playing uh, that robot pilot. That's why there's oh, okay. that graphic, that graphic for it. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I can't find a, a, I couldn't find a fake cigar in time. Like I want to be kind of like a Hannibal. Like ah, I love it when plan comes together. But uh, I'm I'm gonna bring out the cigarette, the, the old the old uh, that I used to do for red light, and I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna don't, wear my Miller. No, don't wear your mullet. Don't worry. Uh, no, 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 not the mullet, the helmet. Oh, okay. I, I, I have my, my uh, camouflage helmet. There we go. And uh, I've, got, I've got an attitude. Well, he kind of talked to me a little bit about what, uh, what he was looking for. It wasn't too deep, just, just a little something, something. So I know some things but, uh, and, and how I'm going to run it. <laughs> so I can't have a latte dispenser in my robot, though. That sucks. Uh, apparently, that's not a thing in Rift's Earth. Jerks. Uh, anyway. You rolled up a trucker. That's hilarious because we already have our combat vehicle pilot, which is uh, which is Connell. So I, I, I mean, I, again, I'm not running the game, so I don't know how there might be a perfect reason that is. He might be working with you on that one. But uh, our vehicle pilot is Connell, or the cigar DM. Lattes are DB technology, maybe. So Max likes to cosplay as his character. Doing it for the video, man. <laughs> uh but uh yeah we'll have some fun i gotta get it rolled up though and i've got to figure out you know all the combat pilot rules and so forth because i've uh have i ever played a robot pilot before i don't think so no yeah i don't think so like because uh, i definitely didn't in your games but i think i was wondering if i did back in high school no i need a scotch dispenser there you go uh all right let's uh me get my segment two stuff by riff's book don't need you anymore that uh i don't know what i'm going to show first actually i do know what i'm going to show first i'm going to show that and that so okay hell's my graphic all right for segment two today we're going to talk about how there's a bigger need for some print on demand and some companies and some uh creators I think need to step up a little better in the print on demand world. Now, there are reasons to not not want print on demand. And my how do I say this? And I know it's going to probably irk some of the people who watch this like they, they need to do print on demand because of da 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 but, uh, but I'm going to point out there why print on demand isn't there for every situation. At least so you can understand why um some a company may not want to do print on demand. Let's look at uh, you know Palladium for example. And you know we'll, we'll talk talk a little bit about that. I think Ian Dog had some questions uh, before the stream started as well that he wants to bring up or, or some comments. But uh, the point of this is it, it stemmed from something that happened on our Discord. You can look at the disclaimer while I mention this. 
And somebody's like, I've been trying to get this book for a long time, but the company who sells it is always out of print. Yet when I go to a site like DriveThruRPG, I can get the PDF, but there's no print on demand. Well, I actually agree with that argument. I was like, I should be able to print out any book. Now, you might also look at, uh, let me look, put the, the cover image back on here. Well, what does Lulu have to do with this? Well, let me talk about Lulu because everybody always uses Lulu as the go-to. Oh, just go to Lulu and get your stuff printed out. Hey, Heathen Dog, what happened to me when I was doing that? For some reason, you are the unluckiest bastard on the planet. And you, out of everyone else in the whole world that does this, gets banned. Yeah, that account was terminated. So let's, uh, let's look at an example. So you saw on the screen there, we had a Mutant Mechatron on there. Now, I have a Mutant Mechatron book. So I have one. I have my book. But there are other people out there who don't. And they want a physical copy. But what happens if you go to the Free League site and try to uh, order Mutant Mechatron, a physical copy of it? Free League, you guys have some great games. Your Year Zero Engine games are some of the best. They're my favorites. But if we go through this list and we start to look for Mutant Year Zero stuff, right? Okay, Mutant Year Zero core book, I can get that, good. Can I get the Mutant Gen Lab Alpha book? Yeah, I can, there's the Mutant Gen Lab Alpha book. All right, and that just doesn't say PDF, that's the core rule book, right? Oh, by the way, Black Friday sale going on, so get them while you can. Uh, they're half off or 40% off, I think. Uh, where's Mutant Mechatron? Well, there's Mutant Elysium, which I don't like that game. I mean, to be honest with you, of the mutant ones, I don't like it. But uh, it's probably the one Heathen Dog would like most because it's non-mutated people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And But where the hell is Mutant Mechatron? Well, it's Nothing. always seemingly out of print. Now, to be fair, is it a high-volume selling game for them? Probably not. Okay. It's probably one of those games that, uh, you know, they just don't make any money doing it this way. Well, fine. I, I don't know what the reason is. I, I, I don't. Or maybe it's so, it sells so well that when, as soon as they, they get that print run of a thousand, boom, it's out like that. Maybe that's the issue. I don't know. But now if I go to drive through RPG, just as an example, um, watermark PDF. 16 bucks that's pricey for a pdf pdf all pdfs are going up now pretty much uh, expect 20 dollars for pretty much all pdfs really? now yeah that's that's the that's the break point they wow. found right. they found that uh pdfs can go for 20 bucks well i won't pay that much for a pdf no that's that's when i'll start sailing the high seas <laughs> but you know what i will pay for i would pay for this book to be print on demand why is your physical copy of a game that you produce? This isn't like going back to the 1970s version of your game. This is a game you produce. Why, why is it not in uh, print on demand? These companies need to have their books available in print on demand if they're not going to have them available on their sites. Now, some people be like, well, this company doesn't do print on demand. That company doesn't do print on demand. Well, again, there are some reasons for that. Palladium Books, for example... You can buy the print copy through Palladium Books. So there is a place to get the print copy of it. If there is a place to get the print copy of it that's not eBay, then I'm, I'm not going to really argue about this. So if I could go to a free league and say, oh, I can buy it there, I don't have a problem that the PDF is separated from the physical copy because I'm a physical copy type person. I do think that PDFs should come with them, but I'm, I'm not arguing that today. 
What I'm arguing today is I want a physical copy or well, people on my Discord want physical copies of Mutant Mechatron and they can't get them. But Max, print them out. Print them out through Lulu. Oh, well, let's see what Lulu says about that. Yes, you're looking at my, uh, my email here. Now, this is for another game, a game where I actually have the rights to print in writing. It says, uh, PDF is a legitimate purchase. I can show you the receipt. And I'm only printing it for myself. Why is it a violation? If it's not, uh, uh, it's not illegal, that's for certain. So why can't I print something I legally own? And why are you terminating my account? Back down here. Thank you for your message, blah, blah, blah. Um, Currently, I, okay, so hold on. Where's the Oh, we do not allow any material that is not owned by you to be printed by you. Just so you know, just so you folks that are using and still telling me to use Lulu to print out my personal stuff, if I don't own it, knock it out. Okay. Thank but you, you proved that you did own it. Well, not created by you. It's not created by me. That's the thing is oh. you have to be the creator. That's, that's oh. the ownership side of it is you own the rights to it, right? Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, this is the official link to SJ Games. Yes, it was an SJ Games product before I, you know, SJ Games went really stupid -er, uh, on its website. It says, can I have a copy printed? Yes, uh, you can have one copy printed. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, that, that is the legal information. Follow up. Lulu is not a copy shop, so we are not able to print materials owned by another. So you cannot use our site to print copyright materials. It is a copy shop. That's where it is. According to them, it's not. It's a publication. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> so just to just show you folks out there, and I, a lot of people in my circles already know because this happened a while ago. I mean, you can see this is back in July. But Lulu states that you're not supposed to. If you are using Lulu to print out your PDFs, don't. So where else can you go? Where else can you go to print this stuff out? There isn't a good place to go that doesn't charge like 200 bucks for the first copy. Oh, I just go to mom and John. I go to Kinko's. It looks like crap and you only and you don't get perfect binding or whatever. I want a book. So here, let me show you what Lulu has done for me in the past because fuck them. Um, I took, I bought Traveler off a of, uh, bundle of holding. I didn't like the fact that they're all little booklets. I used Lulu. I created the cover and I have the core books combined. Zero through eight. This is zero through eight combined. And just so you know that, yes, I created this on my own. Obviously, Traveler doesn't use the Legion Myth logo, right? I have multiple other versions of that, like the other books that you can't see behind me because, you know, I'm blocking the way. But um, what's another one I did? Oh, yeah. I can't show you Mutant Chronicles because that's you know, in my bathroom. That's my bathroom reading. Uh, <laughs> but I got I did Conan 2D20, which we'll be covering next year. I got that printed out. Is it perfect? No. There are little inconsistencies in the, in the cutting at, at the top, but I don't care. It serves my, pur serves my purposes. And I've actually done a couple other books than, than that, but you get the idea. I can, go to, I can go to, or could, used to be able to go to Lulu and get stuff printed out in a quality that's worthy of a book, not spiral bound. And I'm not saying the spiral bound is bad. Some of you guys like that, but, and it didn't cost an arm and a leg. I could just print it out for my own purposes because I had the, a legal copy to the PDS. If, if sites aren't gonna do that, if places like going back on what the actual topic is, if Free League is not going to have Mutant Mechatron available, I am perfectly happy printing it out like this. It should be available. And I'm not looking at chat, so what are you guys saying about chat? 
Oh, they're uh, railing about the $20 for a PDF thing. And uh, that's the, just so you know, guys, that's going to be the norm going forward. Right, I've read a and, ton of articles on that. Yeah. Omanal says uh, Modifius and Free League use the same printer in Lithuania and both do not have print on demand for their products. Yeah, but, but print on demand is, is super easy to set up for, for the seller because they don't pay anything. The, the buyer is the one that, that, that pays for everything and you don't have to have stock because once a print on demand order goes up, the, 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 the printer gets the order and then prints that book and then ships it out. So it's, there's no, no skin off the back of the seller. There's no extra fee incurred. There may be a contractual agreement. However, there, then print out enough yeah, fucking then copies print of out your the game. book. Print out <laughs> the book that that is the current version that you're not printing. Why? You, then you should be printing, or you should sue it. You should be suing the printer for not giving you all your books. Uh, Kill Raven, the book that I was trying to print out actually did not have the Legion Myth logo on it. I was using the official logo that came with it because I had the legal right to print it. I used the actual game's cover, but I do see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, for the one that got me in trouble, it was it was it was GURPS Fourth Edition because I got the the bundle of holding stuff on there. And mm -hmm. again, Steve Jackson's site says you can print out a copy. So, um, yeah, I haven't seen all, all all the other chat, but that's fine. Um, so. All I'm saying is, and we'll, we'll go into, let, let's talk, because I know you had a, a type of game or a, a product that should be printed that uh, also is notorious for not being available. And what was that? Or early uh, edition. So. was Call of Cthulhu. Well, well you're specifically about early edition, or earlier oh, editions earlier of edition. games. Yes, earlier editions of games that the, the, the publisher isn't printing anymore. And print on demand for that would be outstanding. I mean, they, they still have the PDFs. Like, for, for example, Chaosium sells Call of Cthulhu 6th, 5th, 4th edition on DriveThruRPG PDF only. They are selling it. Their, their, their name is there as, as the company that's selling it. So it's from them. So the money's going to them. Why not have a print-on-demand for that? Again, no extra money out of Chaosium's pocket. And the, the, the buyer fronts all the charges and they get a book and they're happier. And and I know there's an argument, so I'm going to give a partial argument against that, except for I don't agree with this argument. I just, it's what I've heard, what I've read. And it's that companies don't want you to go back to uh, buying those original products because this is the current version of the game. Now, there's two issues with that. First of all, one of the things that he mentioned before the stream was like Paranoia Second Edition. Well, that's owned by a different. That was a GDW game. It was a GDW or West End Games? Now I forget. Whatever. Some three-letter acronym. I should know it because it's behind me. But still, I think it's West End Games actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but West End Games doesn't own it anymore. So, so Mongoose isn't going to want to promote the West End version of the game. Probably true. So they're not going to want you to have but, that physical. But copy then, in your then hand. why are they selling the PDF version? On drive through RPG, they are. Mo Mongoose is selling the PDF version of yeah, Paranoia Second Edition on drive through RPG. If they don't want to promote it, don't sell it at all. And if you're going to put the PDF out there anyway, print on demand is, again, no skin off your back. No extra expense to you. Yep. And what you can do is screw the buyer 
buy, if you want print on demand, you get a book. If you want the PDF, you get a PDF. If you want both, you got to buy it twice. There is one thing that they have to do, whether it's one bookshelf or Lulu, they do have to format that print on demand PDF a little differently because of the cover. Okay. You got to do that one time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on. That, that's not really a thing. Um, that, looking that, that's for... hardly a barrier to entry. Uh, sorry, I'm looking for something here. There it is. Now, here's another one. I'm going I'm to look this up first. There it is. First, you go to the thing I didn't want you to buy. Now, here's another one. Now, Crafty actually gifted me this PDF. Thank you, Crafty. I appreciate that. But there's no print on demand for this one. Tome Adventure Design. Man, this is a book of 500 pages of tables. Wow. It's awesome. Love it. Brain, brain, it gets those brain juices flowing, right? Wish I would have had this for the, the Wednesday uh, uh, gatekeepers. He tried. It's just, it, unfortunately, it took, well. Now, why no PDF? Due to the size of the book, it's not available for print on demand. We're concerned that the binding would be too breakable. How about okay, change this? At least this that's the reason, right? But change this note. Note, bold, bold, bold word note. If you buy print on demand, know that we are not responsible for the quality of the binding. Boom. Let me get it on print on demand. Or Lulu, let me fucking print this out as two, two different PDFs on your damn site. By the way, what I'd, no, you know, I don't want people to get in trouble. I was going to say, I'd, I'd love to see people in chat, because a lot of the people in chat are the ones that tell me in my Discord to use Lulu. I'd love to see people put a one in chat if you use Lulu to print out your PDFs. Because I, so many people say, use, use Lulu, use Lulu. And, and when I try to email back and forth, Lulu, like, nobody's allowed to do that. Well, do you know how many people do it, though? So, anywho, I don't want this in PDF. I'm not going to walk around with my Kindle or my tablet or my phone or whatever. I'm not going to do that. I, that means this book is not going to get as much use as it could. I am going to, I am the guy that opens up. I still have my old central casting books. Well, I think most of those are over the top. I'm, the, I'm one of those people that I open up my books and I look at them. And yes, I find it easier to search. I'm not saying it's factually true because I get the search function in PDF. I'm for it. I love it. Have you utilize it. But for me, once I know how a book works, it's easier for me to look up what I want to look up here. It just is because I grew up with it. Times are changing. Well, that's fine, but I'm never going to get rid of print. And if your book does not support print, I'll probably just stop playing your game. Because it doesn't, just doesn't conform to my playstyle. I guess I'll say. So Mutant Mechatron is a game that I support, is a game that I like, is a game that I want to get more people to play. And on my Discord, openly people have typed, well, I can't get the books, so what the fuck is the point? So Free League, print out more copies. We love the Year Zero engine. You guys still send me PDFs of games I don't even cover anymore. And we're going we're to talk about a bunch of free league games in 2023, uh, starting probably around Mayish, I think it is. We're going to be going over a bunch of free league games. Love your stuff, but put the stuff in print. Keep it in print. Or let us do print on demand. Uh, Myth Mirror Games, by the way, I love Matt Finch's writing. Matt Finch, you are a paragon of writing in the tabletop RPG hobby. Don't change. Don't get woke. Don't change with the nonsense that goes on out there. You are a fantastic writer when it comes to writing game books. Sword and Wizardry, I use as an example. Sure, I got a couple of quibbles, but who cares? Osric, great book. 
It's better than first edition AD&D. I don't give a fuck what the Grognars say. You are a fantastic writer. I want. I need this in physical copy, though, and I can't find it anywhere because I guess that was only for the Kickstarter backers. Well, then somebody has to allow me to print on demand this bad boy. Send me two PDFs, half the book and the other half of the book. I don't care. You know, I'll pay for that. But, you know, anyway, um, I'll take that off the screen. By the way, folks, you should get this book. It's uh, 500 pages of tables and charts to help you get those brain juices flowing. Anything that you could ever think of to help design an adventure, a game, a world, a scenario, whatever you want it to be. Uh, I still haven't gone through it all. It is absolutely fantastic. And his whole premise for it, you have to read the beginning of it where he talks about his premise is absolutely on point. So. Uh, yeah, violence is, yeah, I'm with Max, once familiar with, I can search the hard copy faster, yep. So, I, I haven't seen what most of chat was, so hopefully you were looking at it, but uh, anyway. I don't know what else to say, I don't have to make, I don't have to drag this segment out. Is there anything in chat that you guys, uh, Kickstarters, here, here's another one. I don't want to do, uh, this is actually one, because I didn't have notes, because unfortunately I had that work call before today's stream, but I, I remember this is one that I was thinking of. I don't want to allow print on demand until all of the Kickstarter backers have their books. Okay, I get that. I, 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 I can, you know what, those folks back to you, they took the risk, they probably paid maybe a touch extra or something as well, to, you know, to get you stretch goals and so forth. I'm with that. Put in here, uh, put in here, you know, uh, print on demand will be available June 2023. At least give us, you know, some hope. Uh, what, what, what's another one? We already talked about if you uh, offer print on demand separate from, or not print on demand, but if you offer a print copy of the book separate from the PDF copy, fine. I think that's weird in, in the modern day, but fine. As long as I can get my hands on that print copy, always have a print copy available somewhere. And if you continually run out, if you run out on accident, like, holy crap, I got a print run of a thousand. This is Legion of Myth. I wasn't expecting to sell a thousand of these things that quickly. Wow. Thanks guys. You know, something like that. Okay. Mistakes were made, you learn from it, get your next print run going, and move on. Or just say, you know what, I don't think we can keep up with this demand, and I don't want to risk buying 10,000 that don't sell. I'm going to allow print on demand through whatever. So, yes, uh, dry, yes, uh, through one bookshelf, absolutely. In fact, here, I'll bring, I'll bring up one. I'll bring up one. Let me, let me share my screen again. Uh, so I have this here, right? So... Um, we have watermark PDF, no print on demand here, right? Uh, I'll show you one, and I bring this up because uh, Heathen Dog mentioned it before the stream. ADND2E. Like, uh, okay, I guess apparently, oh, hell, why do I have a semicolon there? 2E PHB, so player's handbook, right? Really? <laughs> Maybe I can't get it anymore. ADND2E player's handbook. That that oh god dang it! Let me start from scratch. Sometimes uh, so A D and D two E players and book at boo whatever the hell I just okay so this one right here soft uh, watermark PDF soft cover so this is the print on demand portion of it. It's in soft cover. I have it behind me. Now, some will say specifically print on demand, but I think DriveThruRPG usually doesn't. Uh, standard color, watermarked, about the watermark. Why would you get the watermark? So, watermark PDF plus soft cover. 
Uh, what's another one? Didn't you say you found Shadowrun on here? Oh, yeah. Shadowrun 1E. Sorry, Bruce, but we're going to show Shadowrun. Oops, I spelled it wrong. S-H-A-D-O-S-H-A. I don't know why I can't type. Um, uh, I don't see it at all now. Put it in uh, first edition instead of 1E. John character dossier. Uh, where's the cover? I know the cover right by heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, sprawl. Uh, oh my God. Okay, I guess I am gonna have to do that. Shadowrun first edition. Oh, bam. Edition soft cover watermark. Yep. First edition. First edition. So, make your books print on demand. And how much? How much is the first edition uh, soft cover book? Eleven ninety nine. Yeah, twelve yeah, bucks. 11. A triple A game for twelve bucks. Nothing wrong with it. And you could argue that because FASA doesn't own this anymore, and Catalyst Game Labs has sixth edition, they wouldn't want to do this. Like, this doesn't even meet my criteria. My criteria is very simple. Just have it, like, if this is the current version of the game, I'm not asking you, I, I love this. I love the fact that Cuckless Games is actually still doing first edition. Like, I'm not arguing against that. In fact, I think more should do this. But, but the demand, the requirement, the expectation is, if, you, if your game is, so again, using Free League, if your game is Mutant Mechatron and is a game that you are selling, promoting, it's part of the Year Zero engine, the Mutant Year Zero, Mutant Gen Lab Alpha, Mutant Mechatron, and, and uh, Mutant Elysium, it needs to be available on print-on-demand. <laughs> Patriotic Assault, uh, once it pops up over here, I'll put that on there. Thank you for the $20, sir. Absolutely appreciate that. <laughs> the $20 agreement fee. Okay. I'll take that for free. But I mean, I mean, yeah. no, I mean, no, no I'm... No, but uh, he he donates uh, uh, almost every stream now. So thank you very yeah, much, Patriarch Assault. We do notice that. And we do appreciate that. You're awesome. Thank you. So, yeah. anywho, what about what about second edition? Second edition uh, Shadowrun. Well, let's find yeah, back out. Back up. Uh, well, can I just see if it's down here? Uh, no. Wait, is that the second edition cover? No, it's third edition cover. No. All right. So, so second edition cover is the same cover, but it says on the bottom second edition. Oh, it's not there. That's weird. Did you spell? Did you spell? Did you spell it right? <laughs> <laughs> did I spell second right? Uh, Shadowrun Second Edition. Okay, that's weird. I, I, if I wasn't on the stream, I'd find it first thing. But uh, you know, but it, yeah. it may or may not be there. So maybe they're doing first edition just as a nostalgia trip. Maybe they understand the second edition is kind of the better game. Well, they, I don't like that they that they got rid of uh, the. Uh, what do you call it? The um, staging. See, I do. I thought it was simple. I love staging because it, it it tells you how powerful a weapon you have. Yeah, I mean, staging's still there. It's just two across the board. Yeah, I know. It's dumb. It's dumb because uh, you 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 should not be able to to stage away a a, a panther cannon round. <laughs> Fair. Okay. You shouldn't I be mean, able to. I like first edition as well, so I'm not going to argue. I just thought it was simpler for you know getting into you know people getting into the game and and, and just running the game as a whole. I don't have a problem with the staging. I, th I think it's a good thing. I know a lot of people like third edition, and we saw third edition on here. I don't. My issue with third edition is they made physical adapts too prominent. Yeah, yeah, physical uh, adapts too powerful. In in in, in, uh, in first and second edition, physical adapts 
in the in the beginning of their career are noticeably weaker than cyber samurai but at the end of their career they're they're the same way except stronger just as noticeably stronger which i get because getting magic points pumping up magic points and becoming an initiate stuff like that that's hard work that is hard work and a cyber samurai is front loaded big time i mean you start the game hardcore right off the bat so. so so crafty says one thing i hate about drive through rpg parent on demand is pages are watermarked with your information prevents you from selling it for more money well i don't have a problem with that if no. you buy it it's yours after that what you do with it is your business so if it's a print on demand with my watermark on there which says you know my name because whether i do it through legion myth or i do it through me it always shows my name i don't have a problem with that i i don't care that watermarking doesn't bother me and if i still want to sell the heathen dog i will because that's a private transaction that nobody can stop <laughs> now would it stop me from selling it online? Yes. And I think that the businesses have the right to stop me from selling it. Uh, uh, you know, I will do all your print on demand for your, or yeah, for what is a shadow run because catalyst games should be doing that. So, right. you know, do you want to do something behind the scenes? So I don't necessarily have a problem with the watermarking. I never did. I know some people, I will never buy a book that's watermarked. Okay. I will. Uh, and then L says, uh, don't forget, one bookshelf is now owned by Roll20, so even they might get rid of print on demand. Yeah, I know, I know a lot of these, uh, these companies, especially these Dungeons & Dragons, Watsi Associated, DMs Guild, whatever companies, are moving in the online only, digital only, because then they can change the stuff on you. And you can't say anything about it. You can't say, well, at least I have my print copy. And I mean, you the can't guy actually that, own it. Yeah, and the guy I work with, well, uh, I looked through his 5e book. And he's got the one with Pundit's name in there still on it. So I said, you save that one. <laughs> you hold on to that one. Because apparently they pulled Pundit's name out of future uh, versions of that 1E player's handbook. Uh, you know, I, I want a physical copy. And if I have to download an errata for it, that's fine. Some of my books do have errata for it. But I still want to walk around the house with this. When my power's off and I don't access the internet, because I'm not downloading everything that... I I can't charge my uh, my my Kindle or whatever. I don't know. I just I just want this in my hand. I'm not anti PDF. I'm anti the people who are anti print books. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I I don't want to beat this. Keep beating this down. I guess we can have another short segment. Is I feel like I'm just going to be do, redundant. Do we have comments from last segment too. Oh yeah, we do. We do. I just want to make sure before I do that that chat doesn't have anything else to offer or if i miss something that somebody really feels needs to be put up on here that we can talk about <laughs> yes i do max needs 600 page books to defend his wife and cats defend from his wife and cats not nah, just the wife cats cats are okay <laughs> the wife gets on ninja and uh yeah that's a that's a different story okay let's get this on the screen now this last video of ours lots and lots and lots of comments i could only pick three if you're com if you thought you had the best comment ever and it did not make it to our list sorry but we made people feel ways about things it was for us it doesn't qualify as viral using the math that they say for viral but it was close and uh we had uh lots of people interject about how watsi continues to get it wrong okay so thank you to all the folks out there who commented please keep uh sharing I mean, these, some of these videos don't go out of style, and I think that's one of them that doesn't because we showed a, a multi-year track record of them. Please keep sharing the videos uh, with folks, especially if you think it's going to anger somebody. They're the people that need to read it the most. Oh, and I do know we got a bunch of hate watchers, and you hate watchers have finally figured out the algorithm. You hate watched the right way this time. 
How so? Um, they didn't actually. Uh, they they they'd go to the, the the we'd get views, but we wouldn't get watch time, and they didn't comment. Hmm. Did get some downvotes. Got got a bunch of downvotes, but they're smart and didn't give us the watch time or the comments for that engagement. So you guys have you know, good on you for figuring that out. I still don't care though. Um, all right, so. What do we have wrong? So Popper Knight says, I stopped buying 5e products over two years ago. I went back to 2e and bought for Golden Glory and Osric. Good choices. Really good, good choices. Idea. Yeah. Yep. Um, don't have much to say, but I, I put this one. Why I chose this one is because it was short and I usually pick longer comments. So I picked a shorter one this time. And also, I think it was just is stop buying from people who hate you. And you did. And you went back. Now, and and not only that, you went back to 2E, right? Now, I don't know if the person bought, I don't know if Popper bought 2E products, because that does go to Watsy. so I won't even buy 2E products anymore, but bought for Golden Glory, which is just second edition. Mm-hmm. Kind of cleaned up a little bit, too. And Ostrich, which is first edition, and I would say it's better than first edition, because you can understand it. First and second edition are both great games, but I can at least understand Ostrich. <laughs> it's not written in High Gygaxian. Gibson says, I like the mechanics of 5e. Okay, let me stop there for a second. The mechanics of 5e and the, const- and the concept of a generic game, not it's fine. in is co- of con- yeah, exactly. Not in concept of this is a Dungeons Dragons game, but in the concept of this is just a role-playing game, I agree with you. Yeah. Watsy yeah. generic role-playing game 3.0. Yes, exactly. Yep. 100% agree. Yep. I also like traditional DD. Okay. So I just wrote my own 206-page version of 5e. What? Hey, hey it's called homebrewing. That's how homebrewers yeah, work. It's fine, but that's a, that's a lot of work for a homebrew. I know people with thousands of pages in their homebrew. So uh, uh, our group has been playing together for 26 years, traditionally 2e. And they like it. Yeah, we sure. like 2E as well. Look, yeah. I know about all the nonsense with 2E, ruining guy, you know, throwing Gygax's name out of there, all the, the shenanigans behind that, but I can't argue with its gameplay. I also don't hate 1E. I know a lot of people think, well, if you play 2E, you must hate 1E. No, I just don't have, I don't have the same amount of time in 1E. Like, I have more time in 3E than in 1E. I hate to say it. I don't have many issues with 1E either. I personally think tweaked 5e mechanics of 5e is the best version of D&D release. Ooh, see, that's that's where you hurt me. Because uh, I, I don't. And and now, you'd have to more than tweak it. Let's put it that way. Race class options. Uh, the subclass. Now, if you're talking that the subclasses are just kits, okay. You put it that way. Because I do like subclasses better than I like prestige classes from 3rd edition. But I think there are too many subclasses. With that said, there were too many kits. And as long as you're willing to use the word no, okay. All that's uh, fixed. Th- yep. Exactly. I won't be buying any more Watsy products and have not done so for a while. This is somebody who plays your 5e game, Watsy. This is somebody who you could have catered to. And it's like, F you, I'm not buying this nonsense anymore. Watsy's cultural agenda, in my opinion, putrescent. That's a word I have not heard in a long time. Oh, I always pronounce it putrescent. You might be right. Putrescent. You might, you, you might be right. That might be the pronunciation of it. Well, uh, it, it's it's from uh, uh, putrid. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
it's a word I know. It's just I haven't used it in a long time. I haven't heard it in a long time. But we, I've always pronounced it putrescent. If I'm wrong, if it's putrescent, look, I use I pronounced the word esoteric for many, many, many years of my life as esoteric, until somebody actually got angry at me over it. Didn't didn't was didn't calmly say, hey, you know, it's pronounced esoteric, right? It was like, oh my god, you not know the word? You okay? Calm down, bro. Right? Yeah, it was about ten years ago. I started actually pronouncing the word esoteric correctly. So you know. <laughs> No, it is right, what it is. Anybody uh, that sees orcs or any other race as representing black people in a game that has black humans playable as characters is missing a few brain cells. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm good with all this. I'm good. With and all then this. the fi final one, you'll be good with this too. Anyway, this is a really good stream. <laughs> So thank you very much for, for the comment. Okay, and now, yeah. th th those are two really good comments. Your third has to be a hater, right? We only had one hater comment the entire thing. And that's what you got, right? No. Oh, come on. We got we got, we got to give him time. Wasn't worth it. Wasn't oh. worth it. Weird guy, who, uh, as you can see on there, is a member. Thank you, weird guy. Uh, but I thought this was poignant. Because the more I read this woke stuff, the more I'm glad I never played D&D. There are those people out there. D&D does not have to be the only game that you play. I have a bunch of RPGs that are both fun and don't insult me with at the same time. Yeah, okay. Very that's, succinct. That's fair. Very succinct. Very fair. I have one more. Do you recognize the name? Blaine Bar Pardo? We, we covered him. Our first cuckless video. Oh, no, our second cuckless video really uh, he was the author he was the author that got fired oh that's right that's right thank you blaine and you know me i'm a battletech fan so you know i know the name inst instantly uh but uh thank you blaine for your comment and he says uh pandering to the woke comes with a high price tag yeah and i think he would know so uh yeah, so, uh, you know, when I see something like that, you know, somebody who I would consider, I don't know if famous is the right word, but definitely famous within the circles of the games we play or the books we read and so forth, you know, it's like the you know, if Margaret Weiss were to come in here, I don't care what she said, she could be like, I hate you guys, you, you bunch of jerkwads, I'd still put it up on the screen because, you know, it's it's somebody that we recognize within our hobby and our industry, and Blaine Lee Pardo is somebody that I recognize in there, so it's awesome to get a comment from him, and he's he's 100% right. 100% right. So, and he was directly affected by it as we covered in one of our videos. So, okay, Malachi said pronounce like putrescent. Fine. Putrescence. I don't know. No, that's, <laughs> that's true. He's right. Putrescence. If you want to do it that way, I, I saw no, uh, no, no uh, accent marks there. So it's just one. one. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's, uh, but those are the comments. Yeah, we got one, one, and this is what I'm saying. The 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 weirdos got it right this time. They they figured out how to do the hate watching without uh, not giving us uh, too much. And all all that hate comment says like, oh look, two old guys who are uh, what would it say? It's like two old guys who are no longer uh, relevant in the hobby are making a, a hate a hate video or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. So, anywho. Uh, what's this? Uh, Blaine, the author whose contract ending six months before he released the article that happened to coincide with his not BattleTech Kickstarter. <laughs> okay. Um, we covered we covered it. If you want to talk about, uh, if you want to, you guys want to watch the video, we talk. It's one of our cuckless games video. Uh, 
videos that we covered but uh that's it that that's all we have for segment two uh people in chat are going in different directions here but that's fine uh so go Thank well you actually watching. uh yeah throw up the like and subscribe oh yeah uh i can't because i'm not on the brand page okay there we go now the segment's over there you go now Right up here. Uh, the, 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 where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Queen. Oh, here we go. Uh, if if you watch uh, Princess Bride, the the old hag lady says putrescence when okay. when they also when talking say to Buttercup inconceivable. In so let's all now pronounce inconceivable with a th. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't care. I mean, I'll, I'll pronounce it putrescence. I don't care. I'm just saying like, people are getting worked up over for, for no good reason. Um, They're I, not being I, mean. No. Nobody's being mean. <laughs> I can't get this off my screen. There we go. Uh, all right. So segment three. Let's get the segment three stuff up. Okay. I might actually have time to, to uh, edit a video today. Wow. Weird crazy uh are you getting the link or the banner i'm getting the link okay you guys know the deal follower subscriber pithy one topic or anecdote watch the language don't go there and heathen dog put the link out there uh from whatever blaine knew he was not getting his contract renewed uh did the article to work people out i don't i don't the thing is is look I, I well, I'll let you guys, you and Razor Fist and and uh, was it uh, Mage uh, Mage Leader and so forth argue over that. It's not that big of a deal to me. That might be true, but we also read the article where somebody who is uh, had mental derangement was working him over through uh, through Catalyst Games. So yeah, and he actually went went to the police. Yeah, and uh, you know there there was there was a there was a, a police report. That said that this 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 guy was you know a stalker whatever and the company still backed the stalker like what yeah. what and yes what? if those of us from Minnesota do pronounce things differently and some of them I won't change like yes we say bag instead of bag or whatever the fuck it is you want me to say which also uh, morphs into words like plague vague I don't care that's that's my Minnesota accent and that's one of the few Minnesota words that I'm not going to be able to get rid of all right my Hawkman what you got. Uh, well, one thing you were talking about is that um, getting copies of certain products has proven to be incredibly difficult over the years. Like you may not have noticed in chats, like I, I mentioned that I own a copy of the uh, Thunder of the Barbarian DVD set. Yep. However, that release that they never did a a, a normal commercial distribution of that. It, it was always a um burn cd on demand or burn dvd on demand yeah it's like yeah. when you look at it it's a very very you know simplistic case where you open the case there's a little paper that that's a picture of the, the thing and that's it and just the discs other than that yep i got i got the same thing my my wife got me the 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 entire uh all five seasons of babylon five and it was the same thing it was a, it was a burn on demand service and that's that's what I got. But I, I, see, I, 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 I can argue both of those, though. 
Thunder of the Barbarian is no longer produced. The people who own it don't want to sell it. So there you go. You don't get it. And while I don't like it, there's a very more poignant version of that in modern times for those who watched it. Final Space. Go read, go read what happened with Final Space and how the creator of it is highly pissed off. You will not find it on Amazon Prime. You will not find it on DVD anymore. You are not going to find it unless it's on somebody's well, Plex server or something. Hey, Heathen, do you have that on your Plex server? Um, no, I not, don't know what it is. It's it's a cartoon that, that uh, came out recently, uh, four or five years ago or whatever. I think it has two seasons, maybe three. Anyway, uh, Final Space was semi-popular on Netflix, and it, it is now... They've told the owner, the writer, the creator, whatever, uh, this stuff isn't going to be distributed anymore. Have a nice life. Go find a new job. Uh, I, I'm paraphrasing. Don't know. But you can't get it. I even went to, when I first found out about it, I was like, oh, I've got to be able to get this on Amazon Prime. I've had it wished for a while. I just didn't pull the trigger on it. Nope. You cannot. Wow. And that's something that's actually recent. Um, <sighs> so uh, my, my point is like Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica. That's hard to get. You know, I think you can do, I think it's because they have licensing deals. Well, but. I mean, in the case of Thunder of the Barbarian, they uh, actually recently did a uh, HD uh, remaster of that for a uh, relatively uh, new release. Okay, but but what I'm what I'm saying is is uh, if it's old and they don't want it now, if it's for a new release, that's a di that's a different uh, different concept. But if it's something that's just you know, Star Trek, the original series, if Paramount wanted to say, we're just not going to distribute this anymore. Well, oh, well, I, I know. I, but my, my uh, reason for bringing this up, though, is that you, if a company uh, wants to distribute copies of it for a reasonable fee, having people buy them from them would seem to be a natural thing. I don't sure. get why more, you know, book yeah, I mean, companies okay, yeah, don't sure. work it's, that it's, way. It's maybe not the current version, but you're still giving them money. <laughs> I mean, they're still well, getting. The argument paid, I heard right? on that was it separates it separates the hobby, separates the community, or whatever. Uh, that sounds dumb. <laughs> I, dumb. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Dumb. yeah that, that that's that 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 was the reasoning when when Watsy bought D and D. No, everything's going to be just just D and D. You're not going to have Ravenloft. You're not going to have all these. We're just separate. And yeah, that sucked because it was it was the it was it was the death of uh, of uh, story story framework. Of of doing that was basically uh burning the old product without you know actually um physically burning it there's just like completely like dumping it like we're, we're never touching this ever again kind of logic okay thunder is available on amazon blu-ray dvd and streaming uh what streaming i you guys are putting final space i looked for final space after it was done i clicked on it and it says not available it's there but apparently yeah. you can't actually get it. Yeah, Thundar was, I think, the same thing uh, was I went there. Like, you can click on it. You can be like, hey, cool, I want I want Thundar. As soon as you go there to try to watch season one, no, there is no watching of season one. Hmm. So, And if you guys have the super secret link, let me know, because I'm a Prime member. I should have access to all that stuff. Uh, so. All right. Well, thank you, Mar Hawkman. Yep. Uh, anybody yeah. else want to pop in? Talk to you hey. later. Uh, he was the only one today. I guess you know we had such a short episode. We didn't, uh, you know. Yeah, that gives me time to eat eat some lunch and. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as far as that final space stuff goes, I, I was reading about that a couple months ago, and that was a travesty. So. Yeah. 
beer mixed feelings about bureaucratic red tape okay uh again when it comes to like the books not that i agree i have to understand there's a difference between understanding and agreeing i understand when a company says well that was owned by the predecessor we bought it from them here let's look at one battle lords of the 23rd century i could understand if these new creators said we don't want to make sixth fifth fourth third first whatever edition available to you we wrote this one we want you to buy this one that other one was done by another company not us we don't want to make it available to you agree, agree or disagree i get it and shadow and sun pops in how you doing today sir hey i'm doing great uh, great show today great show friday of course great show wednesday because i was on it how you guys great show doing? friday great show friday um you mean the one where nobody got to talk Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, that happens with new guys. Uh, Legacy, he, he's, a, he's a good guy. I've been watching him. And uh, we're going to be doing some videos with Bruce later on. Uh, the Mutant Chronicles thing, before you get to it, we're going to uh -oh. cover the old version so we don't step on anybody's toes. But I wanted to let people in on a little secret, and I know I'm going to regret it later. But if you guys are shopping for anything, like I'm looking for some books. I'm always looking for books because there's no more bookstores. If you guys are really looking for something, Hold off until the day after Valentine's Day. Okay. Why um, especially, pardon? What? Why specifically that day? It seems weird. Okay, I, I, I'm getting to it. Uh, just okay. The the online buying season, whether it's Amazon or eBay, and those are the ones I specialize in. The buying season starts for people who really want to buy and get things cheap. Start the day after Valentine's Day and extend through about September 15th. That's when people, especially this year, are going to be going through their, their boxes and their collections and their kids' collections and getting rid of stuff to make some spare change. Oh, so so like for eBay and so forth? Okay. Right, right. If you want to buy something, right now is the worst time to buy it on eBay or Amazon because people are hiking up the prices to make <laughs> money for the coming holiday. Okay? Whether you celebrate it or not, that's just the way it is. I've been doing this for 20 gotcha. years. And it's, 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 I'm not going to say it's foolproof, but you know, with the, you know, the economy, inflation, blah, blah, blah. Don't need to get into that. But um, I was just looking um, a couple of weeks ago, like AD and D first edition books were about 50, 60 bucks a piece. They're already up wow. to 80 to a hundred bucks a piece. Okay. Player's handbook, DMG, that sort of thing. You know, I collect those. So I'm always looking for them. I'm looking for a couple of copies of each just to be able to hand out to players at my table. But as soon as Valentine's Day is over, people are going to be looking back and going, wow, I just spent a crap ton of money over the last X month, <laughs> you know, since September, et cetera. So, like, if there's something you're looking for, just be patient, guys, because if you try to buy it, like, right now, you're going to pay the most you could ever pay for it until, obviously. I always May. set a price point. So what, what I do is, like, I'll say I am not paying more than X dollars, let's say 50 bucks for, for this book. And I just won't buy it until it's there. I'll go on and be like, oh, $200? Nope. Oh, $20? Yep. And, you know, if I get ripped off because I bought it at the wrong time, I, again, as long as I'm within my price point, I'm okay with that. But if you're playing the market, I do hear what you're saying. And I want to say that a lot of the books that I got were within that time frame that you talked about because before then, I couldn't find them for a re mm -hmm. what I would consider a reasonable price. The other tip is, like, especially, this goes for, like, when you're looking for like books by a specific author or um, like say collections of, you know, this game or that game, buy in what are called lots. 
Okay, like say you're looking for Robert E. Howard books and you only need one book, right? Um, don't buy, don't look for that book. Look for lots of books. By, sorry, guys, I couldn't hit the button at the time. Uh, <laughs> look for lots of books and you will buy them for, you know, most pennies on the dollar. Like if, if you're looking for, you know, book seven of the Conan series, don't type that in. Just look for, you know, Conan books or lots of books. And you'll find that while you'll end up with extras, you'll pay less. Because right now, you can in sell a lot them of cases, <laughs> right, right. And people don't care. Okay. And you'll pay, I mean, you'll get a bunch of extra books, but instead of paying 25 bucks for a paperback, which is actually the going price for a lot of paperback books right now, you can pick up a lot of books for like, say, 17 bucks, end up with some extras and, you know, either hand them out or save them or, you know, recycle and keep the best condition and then, you know, do what you want with the, the other books. All right. Sounds sounds good. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next bit, but that's yeah. a lot of good information. Thanks for popping up in here, Shadow and Sun. My uh, pleasure, guys. Just just don't just don't step on my toes when I'm shopping. Gotcha. <laughs> won't won't do it. Have a good evening. Right. Uh, there's a lot of good information there. If you guys are the type to want to go out there and and check, uh, you know, for for best prices or maybe want to resale. Yeah. Okay, Omen Owl, been waiting there for Thank a little bit. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing pretty well. I just went for a cold uh, dip, so. I'm 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 alive. Are you a polar <laughs> doing that polar bear club stuff? It's Texas. You can't count that as really polar bear. Oh, okay, yeah, fair, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. 50s. It's probably in the fifties. Now, um, I looking at the the print on demand, and I've, I've been noticing this. It seems like anyone that's in the UK, and I don't know what's going on over there. Huh, um, if they're, if they're getting that in that Vilnius, Lithuania, um, mm -hmm. which is Modifius and several others, mm -hmm. you know, Free League and all those. They don't have print on demand. So I'm assuming that that's, that's why I said the contractual aspect for that. But the Could other be. part is for your Myth Mirror book, it says on their website in a few weeks, they're going to have the physical copy available to um, other people. But I agree with you. I have some of the thick books from print on um, drive through RPG. And we're talking about five or 600 pages. Mm -hmm. uh, don't get it when they're that big. Pretty much I'd say the limit's about 250, maybe even 300. And the, and the binding's okay at best, but really at that point, try finding someone else to do it. And like you said, with Lulu getting out there, I I would be... I haven't found one yet. If, if I find one, I'll absolutely advertise it. At least not one that's reasonably priced. I found I found a couple. One only does um, what it, what the spiral binding. And maybe for like this book, this uh, 500 page book of tables, I might... A spiral binding would be better. Yeah. 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 But... For all my other books, I don't want them to be spiral bound. Or the well, flip side of it, it costs like two hundred dollars because I'm only getting one print. Oh, I know. That's the problem that I have when I look at. It. It's like, well, do you want to? Do you want at least ten? You know, it's like, wait a minute, it's way too expensive. And, and I'm going, it's already uh, formatted and everything. Um, but like I said, the Myth Mirror book, they're coming out with a physical copy in a few weeks on their website. So if you can go through there, that may be your better option. But the other thing I wish that they would do, and, and I don't hear enough of this, and I, I start seeing some of them talk about it, is the Smithstone binding. Is I wish that more companies would talk about the Smith. It's what the old books used to have. I'm pretty sure that my old D&D books were the same way. My old player's handbook literally was in a flood. My father kept on the uh, the water so and overflowed the bathtub. Anyway, it, it, it completely got thing wet. The thing is completely warped, and it... It lasted no matter what, much better than the Unearthed Arcana years later. So I'm thinking that really um, 
I would like to see more books done Smith's own, which means when you open them up, you can see the thread inside of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they're, they're sewn together and glued rather than just glued. So, yes. so I'll tell you what, what I have you here. I know people have complained about uh, drive through RPG or one bookshelf, whatever you want to call it. Um, finding my rule cyclopedia book that I got, I got the hardcover version there has one of the most solid books that I've got on the flip side. Almost all of my free league books, as far as I'm concerned, suck. I hate to say that, but like I opened my Coriolis book, love the art, love the presentation, but my, my Coriolis book feels like it's falling apart already. And I've never really even played a game. Like it's just, I don't know. Let me see. Some... I'm sorry. I'm trying to look at the binding, you know? Oh, from... Well, I mean, it's, it's, whatever, oh, but... it, it's, it's a Modiphius book. No, no, well, that's free league. It's done by the same people. That really... do Modiphius. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, that that was my problem with Star Trek Adventures. I mean, yes, it feels I, I, I handled it one. for a week, and the pages are falling out. A week. It's a hardcover book. I handled it for a week when 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 I was when I was doing my my research for for a segment, and the and the pages are all are all jacked up. I'll tell you right now that this book, this star, maybe it's because I never ever ever use it, <laughs> but this book actually feels better already than the Free League ones. Huh. I, um, I don't know. You know, that's what gets me about it is I, you know, the old books from the 1970s, and I know Shadow was talking about this. They they were built to last. Yep. And nowadays it's it's nowhere near the same quality, though I haven't had look at this. Oh geez. Look at that. I handled this book for a week. Oh, look at that. oh I remember you talking about that too. Yeah. Um, look, 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 look at those pages that are coming out. Look at that. I have that with my Mutant Year Zero books. It's one of the reasons I don't touch like my Alien book so forth because it's a you know the special cover. My Rule Cyclopedia. I've, I've while I haven't played a game, I've done a lot of referencing of this book, and it is still in almost new condition. Well, sure. Here, look. Is here, the look. There, there, here's, here's one part that you, you can you can see the the stitching. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the stitching wouldn't be so bad, but then you got to have the glue in there too. And I, yeah, I, I know. But the thing is, like, yeah. like I said, I only, I only use this book for a week, week and a half. It should not be this damaged. Right. So, so anyone that is going to do a Kickstarter, and we're not talking about for print on demand, where you get your special covers, damn it, use some good Smith's own binding and find a good binder. And I'm willing to pay extra for those damn collector editions. Yep. <laughs> if, if you can bring out a good game, because I would like my books to last 30 or 40 years. Anyway, that's about it for my. Thing. Oh, that, no, yeah. I, I I can't. I have nothing to say on top of that because I think you said it said said it right. So like, yeah. all right, take um, care, guys. Have a all good right, one. Later. All right, I think with that uh, yeah, that, that will end. It. But I mean that that was good stuff there because and now Crafty sent me something and uh, a link and people can check it out for uh, printed bound ship books. Eleven ninety nine for PDFs, fifty two pages or less. Five point four cents. Let's see what this would cost. Let's get the calculator up here for a second. Let's pick a 300-page book, because I'd say most gaming books are around 300 pages, right? So sure. per page after that. So 300 minus 52 be uh, 248. So 248 times 5.4 equals. Um, Divided by 100. Okay, it's $13.39 on top of that. That's, that's pretty good. No, it's not. Lulu was a lot less. Luna I was pay- a lot less, but guess what? You got banned. No, so I understand gotta- that. But but, and and to- it's not 50 bucks, right? I mean, the total is what? 25, 28? Yeah, I'd have to see the type of binding also. But uh, 
I got my Lulu books for $17 total. That was for with the covers and everything. Like that was 300, 400, whatever page books. I, I had it. one. So I'm looking for something comparable to that. Well, no, all, all you can look for now is, is cheaper than, than like 30, 40 bucks. And you're still winning because ne nowadays new books, core books are 50 bucks. Mm. Yeah. So if you can get it for 30, you're, you're winning. If it's hardcover, I guess. Uh, yeah. Then you're winning. 0.4 times 248. So what was that? Uh, actually, I should do 0 0.54. 0 0.54. God dang it. Calculator work. Okay. Zero point. So it's with 5.4 cents per page. That was, oh, no. Yeah. So yeah, 0 0.054. Just, yeah. It's just a weird number. 5.4 cents. Okay. 0 0.054 times so it's a 500 page book so 400 400 why don't i just use my keypad and 48 equals okay that that would be 24 dollars. okay that that makes much more sense but i'd have to see how it's bound that, okay you know what maybe i'll check that out It seems like the fatter the book, the better. The skinnier book, you get ripped off. Oh, yeah. If you have a really fat book, you're doing all yeah. right. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I, 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 would, I would run a book, a, a test book. Give them a, give them a test PDF. See how Gerbs, the book's The one I couldn't print out, right? There now, you go. Uh, no, so I'm, I'll save this. I'll, I'll take a look. There we go. See, I don't even know where the fuck I just saved it, but it's saved. All right, let's, uh, let's end the show. All right. Do, 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 do. And... We have proclivities. You got. You guys know our. Pro You've been here long enough, right? You got our links below. We've got a streaming schedule. By the way, if you guys miss it, we had our uh, members only on Friday, and uh, per request, I went through a bunch of my writing. Yep. And took a look at that. I, I thought it was boring, but people stayed through it, and <laughs> they're talking. So, uh, but to remember, the members only live stream is for you guys. If you have questions, comments, concerns, bring them up at that point. Want to talk to us? Want to chill out with us? Whatever. That isn't about, we don't come in there with something ready to go. I mean, we kind of do, like maybe some updates or whatever. But uh, the whole point of that is to talk to you. So if you've got anything that you want us to, to cover or you want to know about us, it's, a, it's an AMA. This is your time to bring that stuff up. That's why we do it for you. And I don't want to talk about anything else. We're done. Okay. So let's. Uh, I'll let you do words of wisdom. I'm just going to thank everybody for really. being here. We had we had some good we had some good viewership today. So uh, yep. I want to appreciate everybody that was here, uh, putting up with our nonsense. And so thank you all. And hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna knock out. We're gonna knock December out of the park because remember what is next week. Kevin and Sean are going to be here next. Well, scheduled to be here next week. There you go. Scheduled. And I am going to have my my three questions and or statements about uh tomorrow legion and why it was a bad idea and it could it, it, it's only a detriment to uh riffs so get ready for that uh when are you going to send those directly to him or you're no, you sending send it directly to me to send you. It? okay and then no, I'll send i don't it. want them to have it in advance <laughs> i want to i, I want to completely blindside him no, no 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 we're we're sending we're sending them to him so he can look up what he needs to look up that's already been agreed to well look like i said there's only one question the other two are statements okay well at least, indisputable. at least at least give the general topic so that i can say hey this is what we're gonna 
a- ask you about. All right, fine. We we want good answers when they come here. I, I don't want somebody sitting here, um, well, I have to look into that. Da, da, da. No, have them already looked into it and then either correct us or go, you know what? That was bad. And you guys pointed it out or something. Anywho, <laughs> go ahead and give us some final words of wisdom and then well, we'll there, end this. There's not a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of wisdom that wasn't absolutely apparent today. I mean, riffs are riffs. And uh, I I will say I still recommend that if you're going to use the the rift uh the rift uh fundamental rift random tables, you know, the random where they go, random how big they are, where they show up, how long they last, what kind of rift they are, do it, do it as a pre-game type thing. So you know exactly what you're going to get, but it's still rolled randomly. If you do it during game, it can really slow everything down. So I don't recommend rolling this on the fly as a random encounter. Number one, it's not great for low-level characters. They, they, can, they can just get total party killed. And number two, it's going to slow down the gameplay quite a bit. And uh, that's that's about it. Hope everyone has a good evening and we will see you next week.